and welcome to episode 341 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. The writer, reviewer, and one of the mad scientists behind Tribute Press, Mr. Tony Esmond. Hello. And this week, 2022, officially kicks off being fun, proper Mm -hmm. fun. Because we are joined by a massive ceremonies for the Autumn Pod Drink and Draw and Creative Whirlwind by himself, it's Mr. Tom Curry. Hello, sir. Hello, sexy. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, how's the wishing? Oh, good, thank you. Yeah, all going good. well. All going well. We, for those who don't know, we have a little WhatsApp group between us. It's called um, ACP and the Make-A-Wish Kid. Just kid, yeah. Which <laughs> Dan named, Brilliant. which made me laugh. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was me. Oh, well, no, it was me. It was no, me. Was it you? Tom, okay. Tom, yeah. Yeah, now, that's it. Now, now Joe officially calls you, how's Make-A-Wish? She, that's, that's <laughs> great, uh, great name. We were just talking about we had the uh, ACP drink and draw on Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good laugh. Yeah. Little shout out to everyone who came along. It was a it was a really yeah. funny lot of art talked about as well, actually. Mm. A lot of good yeah. art shown and stuff. JWC popped in from her um jet setting honeymoon in Hawaii. Um, it's pretty cool. Showed us out the window, how, and we we're all jealous. Yeah, it's uh, looking at the uh, the sun-kissed Hawaii beach, palm trees, and yeah, yeah. when yeah. you're sitting yeah. in a rainy, freezing cold East oh, Grinstead, grey and miserable <laughs> yeah. and horrible. Yeah. Bit of a pol- positive talking talk as well. Yeah, no, no I missed thing. that bit. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, uh, but oh. yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, well, I was very impressed, Tom. You posted up your uh, pixel art piece, which oh. you, you animated. animated thing. Yeah, it was good. Oh, it's it was very good. impressive. Yeah, you kind of you you. How long ago was that you started? Because basically you come on just oh, leaps and bounds with... Ooh, I'd say about two years ago. Yeah, really come on. Two mate. years of like not realising I couldn't do... I, I had just so trouble drawing like in a more traditional style and I was like, oh, let's just find this little weird little niche. It's mm. fun. Yeah, you it's can good. draw in a traditional style. Don't let yourself I, down. I think it's okay. great. Yeah, yeah, I like your stuff. Um, the, um, there was a lot of good art. People were doing a lot of good art. We had, um, mm. as well as your stuff, we had um, Simon Russell doing that. Really beautiful stuff he was doing. And then we had um, Boba Fett as well, didn't we, from... Ian Ashcroft. Oh yeah, I saw that. He posted I was about that. To say, Boba Fett great. was actually on the drinking draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't tell. Um, we, had a, we had a little Henson's thing. Oh, that was good. That thing he did was great, wasn't it? It was great. It was really good. Rachel e. Carter did a Nick a Nick Cave for his birthday, wasn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, there was loads of good stuff going on. Um, even um, John Ottaway, he's not a murderer, by the way. He did a really good <laughs> samurai, didn't he? That was quite he did nice. a brilliant samurai. Yeah. yeah, really yeah. good, really good. Um, the drinking draws are now going to be a regular thing because the next one is on the fourth of February, I believe. Tom, it is the fourth, yeah, fourth yes. February. So, uh, and they're open to everyone. Um, like I say, even if you just want to turn up and just listen, people had that. We had just people listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a bit of background fun and banter, and while you're doing some drawing or just chilling out or doing whatever, mm. um, does I've done a I spent most of my time writing actually. And it was just in like the exactly. last half an hour. I was like, yeah. I'll just do yeah. something else. Was that just the evidence of what was said in case you need to yeah, put it into the police? Yeah. It was more also, I mean, like, <laughs> I was also enthralled by the um, Swindon Town talk of, you know, how, how they were going to do the football. It's yeah. Sarah, Sarah lives near Swindon Football, who were playing Manchester City, I think, weren't they, or something? Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did some very nice art, some preparations for some, um, I don't know what you call it, drawing on uh, walls. walls. She's doing graffiti. Yeah, yeah. graffiti. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mur- mural. Mm-hmm. There you go. Muriel. I'm uh, well out of my league when it I've made a football pun there. Well out of my league when it comes to football, <laughs> football, football talk. I can kind of just about fudge my way through if I'm out with a group of lads who are talking about football. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I used to do it like as a joke because you learn it through osmosis if you're in certain offices, don't you? And yeah. then they were talking about some match I didn't have a clue about from the weekend. I had no interest in it. And so I would say, I would do the whole IT crowd thing and go, yeah. oh yeah, the second half was much stronger. I thought the teams were much better. I reckon the manager had a chat with them in the, in the half time. One of them will go, one of the people will go, oh yeah, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then eventually they're having a laugh, just trying yeah. to walk it in. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like a slightly better version of that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, this team is they can't play on wet grass. Terrible. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I usually those, say new boots. if so, like someone's got the ball, like you, you always say, like right, fucking hold it now, hold it, and then <laughs> that doesn't really say anything, or just just carry, hold on to the ball, and yeah. <laughs> makes it sound like you know what you're talking about. You know, you know tactics, don't you? Clearly, yeah. yeah. You're over that, mate. You no, know, fuck me. Uh, I but that's your way to bluff through society. That is a one lesson. I just got followed today by a podcast that's about old school British football comics, you know, like Roy the Rovers yeah. and, oh, yeah. and all that sort yeah. of thing. And I might have listened to that because I've got a little pile of them here, and I think there's some good stuff in there as well, you know. Nice. Cool. Do you know where yeah. you can find a pile of great comics to check out? Where? I do know. My toilet. <laughs> uh, do you have a. I bet you've got like some sort of rack. Yeah, there's, little, there's some hardbacks in there. Yeah, Hardbacks? You take hardbacks into Oh, no, they're like annuals, old annuals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's fine then. Yeah, yeah, sure. Razzle Reader's Wives Monthly. You know, yeah. 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 Penthouse. What, what else can you take to the toilet, Vince? Hmm. Well, I, hope, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not going to tell you, dude. It's your, own, it's your private life. <laughs> I'm not going to private this. But uh, like if you want to check out some comics, though, no matter where you are, in your house or in the world, then you should check out Comic House. I love your sponsor. Um, they are an indie comic marketplace with a difference. They're an indie comic marketplace. Woohoo! And they love indie comics just as much as we do. If you go to comichouse.com, you'll see there's a huge selection of titles on their database. If you uh, self-publish your own comics, you can also list your uh, book on there and start selling it straight away. It's another avenue to get your work out there. Plus, if you've got digital versions of said books or said work, whatever it may be, then add it to the app because it's amazing. It's being added to all the time. Um, and there's usually there's a featured section every week, etc. It's basically like Netflix for comics. Subscription service, £3 a month. You get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics, such as Dan. We've got uh, Murmur, issue one, two, and three, uh, all on there from Bloodline Comics. We've got uh, Zero Medal, issue three, Maximum Endurance, and we've got a title here called Remnants, Volume 1, which uh, the story synopsis goes, when Jen inherits some money, she buys a dilapidated house in her hometown. The house is full of remnants and it's of its former inhabitants, and slowly she finds herself being drawn away from the present and into the past by Lucy Starbuckley Bradley. Bradley? Starbuck. And, uh, Starbuck. That's her name. Wow. Lucy Starbuck Brad- Bradley. And, uh, oh, Americano. I like the look of that. I'm going to go and try- check that out oh, on okay. the app. Yeah. That sounds nice. Hmm. Hmm. The ghost action, I think, maybe. Yeah, look in my garage, just find a load of old DVDs. Ghost action, <laughs> like like a bit of pottery or something like that. You know? ghost, <laughs> ghost action. Well, that yeah. scene from um, that scene from Ghostbusters one. Ghost action. Grow up, Tom. memory there. I think you mean Ghostbusters three. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters two. I haven't seen that new Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, that's all right, see. I like Whoopi Goldberg. I had a strange sort of fascination with her. Where I'd like to have sex with her for a while. And Fair if enough. you want to read, is there any women that have comics? Let's, let, let's, 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 let's leave get that away life. from Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> yeah. pretending and to be nice and what it does to Tony uh, Esmond. Yeah. Um, uh, much love to you, Whoopi. 
Um, <laughs> if you want, you went to out with it. Ted Danson, didn't you? you did yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's just leave that there. Um, <laughs> so basically, if you want to um, sign up for this service, it's only three pounds a month. Like, like we said, um, which is less than your average digital comic these days. Mm. There's a 14 day free trial, um, and just loads of stuff on there. Like, like, like I say, if you're an indie comics, uh, you know, if you make your own indie comics, add, add them to there because it's a new audience. May with, as well. With one, with one yeah. click, you can get added to the British Library. We've uh, not wrong. We've there, all got I? comics on there. Tom, no, do you have a comic on there? I'm part of a part of the Slice anthology. I'm on there. There you go. And you're part of the Hawk Chronicles. Of course I am, yes. Yeah, there yeah, you absolutely. go. So, yeah. And you're in Vipers, and that's on there too. Yes. So. I, did, I did that one make it into Viper. I, didn't, I Yeah, it I did. The, I knew on the Comicsology comic yeah, one. You had to yeah, they stripped it out. Someone, oh, did uh, they? Too hot. Because it's an advert, and they, they oh, you can't have adverts, but it's, it's a spoof satirical advert. Did they seriously? No, they, right. they took it they out. out. Yeah, took it out. Uh, you, there was obviously a very well, good advert. Mad. It's obviously a very so, convincing advert. Yeah, I realised it. Well, you get a bit, or a bit of a job's worth. <laughs> yeah. So go to Comic House for the full unadulterated experience. Yes, yes exactly. that's, experience. That's the way you spin it. Comichouse.com. Check it out if you can. If you want to see the the non-stop, cannot you know? It's uh, it's too saucy for comicsology. No, was it saucy? No, it was uh, too hot for comicsology. Too hot for comicsology. <laughs> <laughs> too capitalistic for comicsology what yeah, yeah. yeah. that can't be right can owned, it, owned by Amazon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um, but yes that's our lovely sponsor thank you to the comic house guys fight the man the show. Mm. Um, but like I say this this week we're going to have a, um, you know, kick the year off once again with a lot of fun um, we talk, talked a bit about the year ahead but this year we're just going to get this, this week we're just going to go a bit wild aren't we um, obviously Tom's here Mm-hmm. And we got we got yeah. some get we got some games to play. Also, if you checked out a couple of weeks ago when we had our um, our big quiz of the year, um, and if you played along, let us know how well you did. We did a, we did a round about the Beano. Now we don't want to we don't want to leave anyone out. So um, we got some questions about the dandy this week, haven't we, Tony? Oh yes, looking I, forward I to that. Like, I, I don't like the way you. Do you want to do you want to start with that one, or what are we can do? Well, what, yes. How, how, Tom, Tom, you're the guest. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Tom you, can how, decide. How do you want? Because you know you've got some, you've got some stuff. Tom's got his quiz. We've got Tom's quiz. Yeah, I would love. To, I would love to start with the dandy. Actually, would you? Oh, okay, I'd absolutely love to. Yeah, if sounds get warmed up in the dandy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. It sounded massively ignorant. Is that still going the dandy, or is it? I think it's I'm been not... incorporated into the Beano. Yeah. Oh yeah, Beano incorporated okay. yes, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I could... yeah, it's no longer in print. Is it? Is it online? Is it has it an on, online? Please presence? correct me on Twitter, where I won't read it. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> and we'll hate you, and I'll block you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So what we did in the quiz, um, one of the funner bits of it, we did. Um, I'd been to the Beano exhibition that day, hadn't I? I think so. Yeah. We did like I made up some titles for Beano stories, and I included real ones. And I got everyone to um, guess which was the real one, guess which was the fake one. Um, so I thought we'd do that again because I, I had a look at the, the dandy, and which is almost as, good, as long as the Beano, isn't it? And it's got some great titles in there as well. So I thought we could try that with the dandy as well. So I've got a number of titles here. Some are true and some are not. And what I'm going to do is, um, as we go through, I want you just to shout out whether you think it's true or not. Okay. Well, everyone everyone understand the, the rules? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> So the first one, uh, the first one is 
Keyhole Kate. Keyhole Kate. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. I'll go for I'll go for false to put some you know jeopardy in there. It is true that one. It's true. There you go. Look, there's a cover of it. Keyhole Kate. She was actually a cover star. Now, I'm just showing oh. the boys a cover from um, June the 23rd, 1945. That Girl seems Cat. a very thin premise. Does can't last, can it? Yeah. It's a girl who looks through keyholes. No, but yeah. she's got a keyhole bed and keyhole yeah. windows. And, oh and, yeah, and, and she has keyhole key, fireplace. Keyhole fireplace, which is quite a it's quite a good feature of the room, I think. It's quite cool. She's got a fireplace in her bedroom. Yeah. She's got a fireplace in her bedroom. It's on the second floor. Yeah. Bloody <laughs> hell. They got a few quid, didn't they? <laughs> Next one, number two. Okay. Bradley's Bumblebee. Bradley's <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> I'm going to say false because that sounds like uh, that's too much fun. Uh, tripping off the tongue. <laughs> I'll go to. I'll go true just to be a contrarian. So I also think true because there is a superhero called the Bumblebee. Um, no, it's false. I made that one. Oh. Bradley's Bumblebee. Number three, um, Jimmy and his Grockle. <laughs> Jimmy and his, Jimmy and his grockle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> true. Guys, uh, false. I don't even know what a grockle is. I'm not sure either. True. It's true. It ran between 1937 and 1946. Did you they say not- true there, Tom? I did say true. Yeah. Okay, so keep. I'm not keeping score for any of you because I can't. I'm, I can't be I'm keeping score. You. Oh yeah. Oh, well okay, done. Okay. okay, good. I'm keeping um, score. Number four then. Mug Muggins. Mug <laughs> Muggins. True. Guys? Um, uh, false. Oh, God. It really could be either way, I think, with this one. I'm going to say true again. Yeah. Do we? So it is true. It ran between 1937 and 1938. Yeah. This is how you guys do it. This is yeah. what's happening. You, you mean completely just guessing and hoping? Just guessing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's um, the premise of Mug Muggins? I'm not sure. Don't ask me questions about these. I've just got okay. the names he, off he Wikipedia. Just like, <laughs> just like steal, steal the purses of old women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got Margaret across my forehead. Yeah. He kept saying that to people a lot. Yeah. I said he'd uh, mug people off. Yeah, yeah. What are you mugging me off, son? It's, it's actually yeah. about Danny Dyer's dad. Um, <laughs> Wayne ends up getting a, a thrashing in the last panel going, ooh, yeah. Don't dab. Don't mug me off, son. Oh, you're having a bath. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a Turkish. Yeah. The, um, next, number five. Dopey Diner. Dopey Diner. And it's the girl's name. Dopey Diner. No. Uh, I, think it, I think false. Guys? I think go false. 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 It's, it is, in fact, a true strip and it ran no. between 1938 oh, and 1940 you nearly had a clean sweep there v yeah really? number six you ready yeah huh? gary glitters castle <laughs> true. <laughs> true. gary Ooh. glitters castle true guys true true what do you thinking? true dan True, I'm going. Yes, no, true. I, made, I made that one up. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's so shocking. It must be. Oh. Um, for our Number, listeners who don't don't know who he is, don't don't Google him. Don't Google him. It's horrible. Yeah. it's horrible. Also, rhyming slang. I'll do anything for love, but I won't take it up with Gary Glitter. Right, number seven. Lies. Lies. Number seven. Our teacher is a walrus. <laughs> Our teacher Hang is Hang on, that sounds like a book that's out this year from like some yeah. like yeah. no or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, yes, that's true. Guys, um, no, I'm going to go false. false. I've got to yeah. go false. 
Okay, it is true. It ran between 19, uh, 1939 and 1947. So it ran eight years. I must years. say, oh. between the like 30s and like and mid 40s. Some crazy stuff going they on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you how do you string that out every week for fucking eight years though? Do you know I what I mean? Know, man, yeah. Oh, he's a walrus again. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, next one, <laughs> number eight. Little wife, sorry, pardon me. Little white chief of the Cherokees. Little white chief of the Cherokees. Oh God, that's. Ooh. Do you know? What? I think true because that sounds awful. This is a problematic one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds so. Yeah, probably awful. I go false. It true. is. It is true, and it ran from 1939 to 1952. I wanted. Ooh. I wanted to say true because it sounds horrible, and I don't. Yeah. Want, and t- I didn't want Tony to have made, made it up. That up. <laughs> the other two <laughs> believed I had done. The other two believed I was being a racist. <laughs> right, next one. Okay, um, there's, there's actually two titles for this. It had two titles over its life. It was Huey's Marvelous Brushes, and it, then later on it changed into Chimney Sweepers Inc. So it's Huey's Marvelous Brushes. AKA Chimney Sweepers Inc. Now, this is false. what I think. This is what I think. Go I, on, think go I think on. false. I reckon it's kind of true, but I reckon they were two strip, separate strips. So I think Tony's just trying to do us here. This is what he does. He plays hey, mind yeah. games. I am playing mind games with you. I, but is it I, true or is it false? I'm going to go true. I, yeah, I think it's false. All right, it's false. It, it is false. It, I made it completely up. Yeah, there was no, <laughs> there was no such strip. I made them up. Uh, that was uh, quite a good one. Number 10 The Magic Knockers. <laughs> The Magic Knockers. True. Don't do that when I'm drinking. True. That is... It's true. Be, it's got to be true. It is true. 1943 yeah. to 1944. It's about, I bet door knockers. I, I it's got to be in it. It's got to yeah. be in it. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe, number, maybe she teams up with Keyhole Kate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. She's a goer. Um, number 11. Richard the Lion. Richard the Lion. False. I want to say true. False. 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 Made that one up. Number 12. Captain Curly's Boomerang. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. I reckon. Captain I reckon, Curly. I reckon that's false. I reckon that's false. Okay. I think it's true. I'm going to go true as well. False. Made that one up. Quite proud of that one. Um, it number was the 13. Captain Curly bit. It just sounds too Tony Esmond. <laughs> number 13. Julius Sneezer. True. Julius and Sneezer. True. 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 It is true. If, true. It's, if it's not, we're stealing that. Yeah, it ran from 1946 to 1949. I think they need to bring that one back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number 14, Dick's Magic Kettle. <laughs> Dick's Magic Kettle. Oh. It's be- good job it's magic. Around, it wasn't Kettle's Magic. Well, I go it's... true. Guys? Um, False, I reckon. Uh, I reckon true. Uh, it is not true. I made it up. Oh. Dick's magic hell. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Number fifteen, whiskery dick. <laughs> whiskery dick. <laughs> whiskery dick. Oh, God. Nobody go to Urban, Urban Dictionary because this is probably a horror show. <laughs> yeah. um, true. I'm gonna go true. I'm, I'm gonna go false. I'm joined down on the true. It is true. It ran from 1946 to 1948. Wow. Okay. Two more left. Number sixteen. Big Chief Itchy Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, okay. that's your um, Xbox gamer tag, isn't it, Tony? Yeah. Yes, if I knew what that was, it would be. <laughs> um, what was it again? Big, Big Chief, Chief Itchy Snitch. I just wanted you to say it again. That's the best <laughs> name I've ever heard. I think it's false, but I think that's amazing. I think, yeah, I think it's false. I go true. 
Yeah, it's true. Ran oh from 1982 to 1983. Okay, and the final one, Marvo the Wonder Chicken. Marvo the Wonder Chicken. False. False. Okay, true. It is true. Ran for, ran for um, to speak 20, 20 years. 1990 20. to, to 2010. How the fuck do you come up with stories about Marvo the Wonder Chicken for 20 years? What? what, you know, what? How long did the other one run? You know the the um, big chief itchy snitch, big, big, big chief something snatch. What Just one year, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's itching again. Uh, so. Scores we have uh, Dan okay. coming in at uh, seven in last place, followed by Tom at eight, and then Vince the winner at ten. Yay! Yay! Well done. Good scoring. There you sometimes, go. Well sometimes with, with a game like this, you have to think psychologically. You got to think about what Tony Esmond's thinking. Yeah. Yes, it's a dangerous the, place yeah. to be. I remember there was using the Viz knowledge. There was a, a kind of play on keyhole Kate, and the last shot she's obsessed with looking for keyholes, and she ends up looking for a keyhole and like gets shit in her eye because her dad's ring piece is on the other side. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why is he shitting in the doorknob? I think because no, I think because she kept on doing it. So like he put his oh, right. up to the, oh, the keyhole, my. so she oh. looks through. That is awful. Was that one that actually like they drew the strip as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that my was god! Like they did that strip. <laughs> you had trouble sh- pushing some of mine through a keyhole. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> it doesn't really work when you think about it, but it makes yeah. for a good, good joke. Yeah, a rabbit could fire them if it was a good enough aimer, but you know, only a little space in it. Ah. Jesus, oh, that's uh, amazing. Oh, there you go, I'm fun, honestly surprised that a lot of those like lasted past a single <laughs> issue. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even getting to like a year, you think like, good lord, what are they? Yeah. Once you got past the first year, big, big, big chief itchy snitch. What's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first year of it, it, itchy snitch. Oh, it, still itching. Put it on the back page now. It's getting a bit boring. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? <laughs> oh, move that like teacher's walrus up. That stuff's gold. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a walrus again. Our teacher's a walrus. With, with that one, is the teacher always a walrus or does he turn into a walrus? I don't know how it works. I'd Come love on, to say I'd read it. Let's look into this, yeah. people. Richard Chief will be able to tell us, won't he? He'll know. He knows everything. He's a big fan of Walrus. Was Face Ake in the Beano or the Dandy? That was a good one. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I've got I a book of it, actually. I think Face Ake. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. It, yeah, nice Dandy, one. Dandy was sort of like that whole uh, that vintage, um, because it still kept that sort of, to me, in, in my head anyway. You know, you're saying all these like popular in the 1930s, 40s. It's that kind of humour for a lot of it. Yeah. Whereas, whereas um, the Beano felt like more kids in the playground you know, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was. I like, mean, Desperate um, Dan was a cover, the cover hero for years, wasn't he? For decades. Yeah. 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 Um, whereas, if you think about it, Desperate Dan's a grown-up. Whereas uh, with the Beano, it was Dennis the Menace, wasn't it? And, it's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It said the cow pie with the two horns coming out. Yeah, of it. absolute classic. Yeah, cow pie. because it it kept that style, f- f- um, the style that I remember when I was a kid, for the longest amount of time. Yeah. Um, obviously, with modern artists, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's very different now, isn't it? But Grumpy schoolmaster, Mr. Brown. Would you like to read it, Tom? I'd love to, thank you. I'd love yeah, to. here we go. Uh, you like this. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can just get the image up on the screen so everyone can see it. Hold on. That's a good idea. Uh, one second. Well, every, everyone who's uh, watching the video. Yeah, Dan has, uh, Tom has found the origin of um, uh, okay. uh, the walrus. School teacher turned into a walrus by magic, as opposed to... Yeah. Grumpy schoolmaster, Mr. Brown, made the mistake of swallowing a magic pill that had been cursed by a gypsy, and for reasons entirely his own, wished to become a walrus. Despite his transformation coming true, he ended up trying to do his job, much to the consternation of his pupils, or while trying to avoid ending up in a freak show. Uh, hang on. 
he chose to be a walrus himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what, what do you want to be, mate? You know, yeah. lion. You know, what can you? A walrus. Yeah. Could be to be Elephants. Superman if you wanted. Yep. Yeah. No, nah, walrus do. Walrus, please. Walrus. <laughs> Obvious go-to that one. Yeah. yeah. In, he's, in the the, he's the walrus of love, and maybe he was the original walrus of love. Yeah. In the image, he's sitting on top of a broken crate of fish, which he's eating as he teaches. I mean, that must stink, yeah. though, isn't it? He looks like a maths teacher to me. Yeah. I presume they didn't delve into like his loss of humanity and how he kind of Un- inability to have sex. <laughs> I, 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 I would say that um, maybe it's the origins for Kevin Smith's horrible film. Um, mm. That's really started to go wrong for me. Yeah, um, I I think it's one of those clear ones that when they drew the the picture of the teacher, he had a big bushy moustache that made him yeah. look like a walrus. Oh, let's make him yeah. a walrus. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good. So, so what you got after that? So, nothing. That's nothing. it. Yeah. Like what else you want to pitch, mate? Yeah. 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 <laughs> my teacher is a walrus. Oh, oh, my hairdresser is a lion. What else? What else you got? Oh, the local work in the fruit and veg shop is a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. What else? A pigeon. I tell you what. I mean, this, this <laughs> my ninja like, is a pigeon. This, this sounds like the pitch meetings for a Netflix series these days. Yeah. <laughs> or a Marcosia book. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you just just got two big dartboards and you just got like jobs on one hand, animals on the other, and you just oh, yeah. throw the darts. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, comic strip. Bingo. My dentist is a sloth. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get on with it. Go this draw that. Canal is gonna take forever. <laughs> yeah, can't hold things with these weird claws. <laughs> Having a wank's a nightmare. Yeah. Oh my god. Very tantric. Oh like God. Sting, <laughs> you've got to feel for Sting, right? Like he probably just said he it doesn't. once. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Sting and his lovely wife Trudy. <laughs> why? Why do you think he listens? <laughs> oh, I know his nephew. I know his nephew. See, really? yeah, I'll tell you a story later. Seven degrees of separation. There you go. What? What? Good. To this show? Yeah, you, you yeah. think. Um, no. Everyone, everyone's connected to us somehow. Yeah. Well, and if not, there's a legal, legally binding agreement yeah. where we're not allowed to mention it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the next fun game? We've got uh, another well, fun game. We do have another fun game. God, got, God, uh, this is this is the the games week, is it? It is. Yeah. 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 We thought, the, like, thought it's the like the last head turn. Bring your games in. <laughs> I'm just going to bring in like a TV strapped down to a te- strapped down to a um, a, te- a desk, and we can all watch Shrek. No. Um, <laughs> Oh, you're young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we watched yeah, the we Sweeney were... movie. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, I was at uh, my um, my mother-in-law's house for uh, Christmas, and we watched Shrek the Musical. And that's two hours I'm not getting back. <laughs> oh, mate! Ah, why, cool. why? Why would you do that? My my sister-in-law just wanted to watch it. She just had a real thing for watching Shrek the Musical. And was the only thing I was watching for was that moment in their eyes where they saw the look at the camera, and like I was in Juilliard for years for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Here I am dressed as Shrek. Yeah. I watched that that Elf the musical. That was a bad one. Oh, Fucking man. hell. Because we knew me. someone in it. Yeah, God. Awful. Yeah. So, so you would say it was uh, bad for your elf? <laughs> I watched Venom 2 for the third time last night. <laughs> 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 Terrible. <laughs> six that hours was, of my fucking life. Fucking I'm going to get back. Bad toe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it, could be, it could be like watching that musical that they have in the Hawkeye TV series. Oh, Fucking God, God. That's a prime that's, example of why I hate musicals. That's really well observed, that was. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. because the way Hawkeye's watching it is exactly what I would be. Like. My favorite. The fact he takes out he takes out his hearing aid. 
So yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, great show. But anyway, um, the next game we've got. The next we've got is uh, talking of musicals. We've got Ooh. Reach for the Stars. Oh, yeah. of course, Our yes. Favorites. Now, now, last time, feel free to play. Well, please play play along at home, and we hope you hope you did with the uh, um, dandy quiz. But um, previously, whenever Tom's gone, we've got a a, ser- a semi regular. I think every time Tom comes on, this is going to be fair. Yeah, regular. we like him. And we bully into doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do that much bullying. This is Reach for, Reach for the Stars, which I'm not going to put the S Club 7 music in because we'll probably have to play Copyright. It. Yeah. <laughs> but what is this all about, Tom? This is um, this is a game of uh, someone else's devising that I, I, I scour Amazon and I look at <laughs> comics that everyone's we've all read, we're all aware of, yeah. and I look for the, the sort so of the... Every, everyone should know this. It's not one of those. <laughs> it's like every day scouring Amazon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, down the mines, um, and I look for the two to three star reviews. Because of yeah, just because that's where madness lies, right? Because that's for the goddess. Right. Yeah, exactly. one star is just someone who's upset because he didn't arrive yeah. in the post. Or, yeah. or someone but two stars, someone, someone that's just trying to get yeah, yeah. and like yeah. five stars are just themselves over the coverage. You know, like it's yes, the three the, when someone's taking the effort to review something on Amazon, two to three stars. That's really where the magic lies. Mm. Yeah, uh, there is a there is a bonus part of this quiz. Oh, there is a theme connecting all of them. Oh, Actually, two okay. themes connecting. The uh, recommendations. Okay. So uh, this is can, quite can tough you guess last the time. theme? It was, yeah, it was tough can, last time. There, there are two themes. Uh, one I think you're able to guess. The second, we'll see. We'll see if you can. Pick so the up. game is Tom reads out the review, the two or three star review. Yep. And then we've got to guess the title. Exactly. Yeah. From that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We ready? I'm poised. Cool. Ready as I've ever been. Our yeah, first yeah. review. Born ready. Anton, two stars, no interest. Reviewed in France of the eighth September, twenty nineteen. Beautiful, but I can't take any more of the supposedly smart storytelling. Don't buy. Three people found it helpful. <laughs> oh. I love that little bit that bit at the end. Three people found this helpful. Helpful. Um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ooh, close, but no cigar. Uh, oh. Swamp Thing. Mm, right kind of, you know, in the right kind of region. I would go for that that Mr. Miracle one, the Tom King one recently. Bingo. Is that complete? Oh, spot on. Ah, nice. Absolutely spot on. Well done. Uh, can I just give you my bonus run for this? Because yeah. it's, it's just beautiful. Uh, you've, you've kind of... Um, right. Uh, from Fatima. Uh, three stars. Not so miraculous. <laughs> <laughs> Found the story hard to follow, but it could be getting getting it led, but I never really got the point. Graphics great, but I don't really say there's any substance to it. Four people found it helpful. Yeah, I find that helpful. Thanks, Fatima. I think on that night, a fat man laid in bed, like smiled to himself, nodded, and then turned over, turned the light off, and went to sleep. No, that it was a yeah, that was a good happy, day. Happy with a day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, job well done. Job well done. Took, well, twenty nineteen. That took two years for that to come to fruition for her. But I'm pleased that we are, you know, bringing yeah. it, bringing it full. Applauding force. her work. Yeah. Ah, really? Think people one? moan about not getting credit. These people on Amazon need the credit for stuff they do, yeah, don't it's they? Not, it's yeah. not all about the new stuff. We discover stuff every week on this show that sometimes is quite a few years old, so there you go. Okay. Mm, but I'm Fatima. She's our guest next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two. Not yeah. so awesome. <laughs> don't, we'll get a fucking review like that. I know. Zella. Three stars. Been there, read that before. United States, 8th of June, 2018. Unimpressed. 
This is an average stories line. I've seen and read many similar stories of this type. Just change the location and other characters, and there you go. I was hoping for a much better storyline. Cool. That's a difficult one. Oh, mate. That could be anything, couldn't it? Anything popular. Um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Do you know what I was thinking? Uh, You're in the right universe. Yeah, I was. I, I think I, as soon as you said it, I thought it was a Batman. Killing Joke. Okay. Should um, we keep going? No, I am um, Batman: The Court of Owls. Let's, um, let's keep. Let's, let's keep have another one. Let's have another let's one. Let's keep on rolling. Right. Dean Fulton, three stars. It looks a good story. Not a chance to read it yet, but it looks as though it'll be a good story. Four <laughs> <laughs> people Class. found this out. Thank you, Dean. Four he works in a number helpful. of reviews. Four sites, people so found really. that helpful. Four people found yeah. that. <laughs> How did you find that in any way helpful? Three stars. I'm ready yet. It looks good. Um, hush. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm going to go for uh, Batman White Knight. I think I've maybe led you down the garden path here for the same universe, and you've all okay. jumped on something. Batman. So, okay. We're, we're DC. <laughs> it's, it's a DC. It's a DC title. DC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. You got it? one more? No, it's not. Fuck, it's not. Sorry, apologies. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Sorry, apologies. Sorry, that's my fault. My fault entirely. I was. Have we got one. another clue? Uh, uh, there is a link to the first one. Hmm. Link, link to the. It's not. Oh, um, the vision. Perfect. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Get in. Yeah. Uh, right. And I just want to remember. It's not particularly funny. I'll leave the bonus one off. That's fine. <laughs> it's not massively funny. I wouldn't worry. Um, yeah. So the, the theme is Tom King books. The theme is Tom King books. Get in. Look at that. Another Nicely point done. for Esmond. Yeah. Oh, Thank great. you. Yeah. <laughs> Tony asleep well tonight. You'll nod. Be nodding. Reach over. Yeah. Turn the light off. Look at my phone. <laughs> think. I can't wait for that podcast to go live tomorrow. So people know how. Smashed it. <laughs> so, next. Hang one. on a minute. I'm so pleased with myself. Go ahead, carry on. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's live tweeting it. He's live tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> Last one. Uh, you know it's a Tom King book, so I'll give you a hint where to start with. Okay. Uh, one star by Dean Talton. Shish, break out the cyanide. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Strange Adventures. <laughs> Strange Adventures. <laughs> it's not Strange Adventures. I have no idea what the hell I just read. This is one of the most depressing comic series I've read so far. It Omega can... Man. Perfect. Yes. That's and, not depressing. It's one of the few books of his that isn't depressing. It, it's almost <laughs> like as well. I, I was thinking, how many of his name? How many of his books do I still remember? <laughs> Bloody hell! And then my final bonus one for Omega Man, just because it made me laugh. And yeah. It's a four star, which I don't normally go to four stars. Uh, by Madman Marvel. OMG, a men! Exclamation mark. Fuck you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's got some other stuff under there, but really, he uh, kind of he jizzed himself on the title and then was left with it. Frankly, like, uh, he's a he's a proper good laugh yeah. at parties. Not I want to stand next so, to that bloke at the bar in a pub. Did yeah. you guess the second theme? Hmm. Uh, the the second uh, theme. Yep. Second between all three of you, so linking them together, they're all depressing. Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, um, they're all from the same country. Nope, nope. I different, don't know. Art, different artists, different cover artists, same writer, different publishers. What could it be? Um, right, this is single, I, this is tricky, know. by the way. This is very one's, tricky. A, one's a team and one single people. Um, is it about the books themselves or the the the, the, the reviews? The reviews. Are they the same? Are they the, the same? Is, they're 
Oh, they, they're all 12 issues. No, it's the reviews themselves. I'll, I'll oh. let you guys know. Uh, okay. Tim Fulton reviewed all of them. Oh, right. <laughs> Basically, I was able to find this one guy who periodically reviews <laughs> a load of King's work. I was able to like, track him through the... Is there, is, there a, is there a review on there that says it's like a cross between Doctor Who and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy at all? Oh, probably. Oh, I wonder who wrote oh. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there we go. It's that like was... something meets something. Yeah, what on you? That's yeah. on Tom. Those fucking Thank quizzes you. are fascinating. I love those. I like those ones. Mm. It's yeah. all yeah. I just I don't. Know. There's just something about the sort of the two to three star mentality where there's you know people well, are just the, so the desperate. Thing with those reviews as well. There, there are people that um, for me, it's not because it's Tom King. You know, there's no mention of oh Tom King is doing that. Do you know what I mean? When you get like within the comics community, whether it be journalism or you know the social media know it alls. Um, shouting in the vacuum, they're always like, "Oh, well, Tom's Tom, Tom King's work is so derivative of blah 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 blah," or, or yeah. they just jump on any old shit. But the thing you get with an Amazon review is these are people that have just bought it and they either like it, or they don't like it. They may not write the yeah. best reviews, but they're very simply yeah. sort of like, "Do mm-hmm. like this? Going to say something about it?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, T, what sometimes it is with Amazon, they push you for a review uh, after you've bought something. So yeah. people say, "Oh, I've not even fucking read this yet." They they've probably been asked for a review on the emails mm, and they've just mm-hmm. thought oh I better get do a review then do you know what I mean they've oh, not like, on, like just don't yeah do it. I, I agree yes that, just, there is not there is option there's a lot of fake reviews on Amazon isn't it I know they've yeah. had a big push so you couldn't review the same book from the same IP two accounts that sort of thing because oh, there's a okay. lot of people okay, okay. fake reviewing stuff because it brings it up in the recommendation algorithm right. and stuff it makes sense because obviously yeah. a lot of money at stake. Uh, if yeah. your book gets lots of positive reviews, it gets pushed up. Yeah. A lot more people are going to see it, and it's a lot more sales. Good reads, all that sort of thing. It all pushes it to the front. Yeah. Who do you get your recommends of books from for comics? Um, there's about two podcasts I listen to that I get them from, hmm. which is weird. Like us, we're an audio medium for a visual, you know, a visual, hmm. a visual thing. Like you guys, when you guys recommend books, I, I will go and check them out when you yeah. when you say so. Oh, I like the sound of that. It and is. I think sometimes our community as well. Yeah. These it's days, it's in, these days it's Instagram mostly for me now. Okay. That's what I see because you get to yeah. see the art as well. You know. In terms of like, uh, not to say reviews, but like recommendations, so it's almost exclusively word of mouth for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I'm always searching for stuff, that, just the stuff that I like personally, without you know anyone's input. Because also there's that whole. Mm. Uh, it's the same with music, you know, discovering the same band, with films, no, man. Yeah. You can't believe films. the reviewers anymore. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's just sort of like I just keep an eye out for the things that I think are, are cool, and um, if I like them, then I just pass the good word on. But it is um, the stuff that I picked on, picked up on, um, on the show and stuff is normally because you know whether a guest talk about it or, or you guys have talked about it or anything like that is word of mouth um, from a trusted source goes far. That's the only way I can do it. Yeah. The thing is, like <clears throat> reviewing of fucking tech, you know, movies, music, yeah. comics, books. It's all everyone is so incestuous with the business now mm. you know as a, as a reviewer i used to enjoy the reviewers who sat outside of the scene you know mm. and reviewed stuff and did it you know with just a, an eye to the movie without having a friend who was a director or their mate did the cover for issue three or something you know yeah i think you've got to be out you, the recommendations that come from those people are more likely to take a yeah you know, with one yeah i think a lot of the time because it's a visual medium i'm, I'm totally going on on what looks cool um, because like you say um, reviews are for me are very much like some people 
well, we've said it before, some people don't want to review anything badly because then they'll get taken off the yeah uh, review list, which is terrible that, that you know companies will do that at the same time. If they, Companies obviously want they want honest opinions, but also they don't want honest opinions mm. because yeah, essentially exactly. They, exactly. they just want pr- publicity for their work. They want honest yeah. opinions if the comic's good. If the comic's yeah. not good, yeah. they don't want an honest yeah. opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think there's also times where you just get a real hankering for a thing. And mm. like, you know, every six months, I might be like, I really want to read some Star Wars comics. And you just go find what Star Wars comics are out there, what people are, mm. in, you know, what the community mm. recommends or so. But yeah. It's one of the good sides of comicsology and places like Comic House is you can see the art. So if I go, if I fancy art, because, you know, I'm on, I'm on this manga rip at the moment, I'm, I'm after quite a specific style of art. Yeah. I can go in and mm-hmm. look at the first couple of pages. And that really helps. You know, you can kind of like, for me at least, uh, we're going to focus a bit more manga, but there's stuff I picked up in manga to get. I wonder what this is like. And I've seen the art style, and it's like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not for me. Idea, yeah. I can kind of I judge mean, the story manga, by the that, art. That's what I'm like with of comics. comics in general. Yeah. 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 I wonder if that's something we talked about, Dan, before is I wonder if that's something to do with the first few pages in a lot of new manga is color in yeah. color now. Mm. And I wonder it's because they're obviously the, the first few pages they present on sites like Comixology. Is oh, the colour. first three, you know, the colour. So I'm, I wonder whether that's to be fair. That's clever. that's been gone on a long time, right? Okay, a long time, right? Uh, I'm sure, like the old Akira books, were like that. The, the right. first couple you of pages, yeah, colour. You had that in the UK weeklies, though. There yeah, was some strips. Yeah, there, no, good point. First two pages were full yeah, colour, and then well, that'll that be because people pick it up off the shelf. Look at the first few pages in their colour. Yeah. It's the same mm. principle, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't always. It, it wouldn't necessarily always be like the beginning of the comic, though. I think there was some like. Well, dread, dread was always the middle pages of yeah, 2018 yeah. color, wasn't and, it? And yeah. like, I've I've like had some like battle, like Stormforce comics where the Stormforce spread the first two pages of color, but it's the third strip in the book. Do you know what I mean? But it's, mm. I think they're going for that when, like you say, when people open it up, what are, what are they? I think it's because they're the popular strips. They gave them the color. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 There's a lot to talk about. I mean, one day we'll have to. We'll do another review episode, I'm yeah. sure, or you know, but because yeah. I know Dan, you you had a question about it today on the on the WhatsApp group, didn't you? You know, how do you mm. turn a review down, etc. Mm. You know, yeah, that's it's a tricky one because uh, I, someone got in touch and asked for a review. I don't, I'm not sure if they were listening to the show or not, but uh, I started reading the book and mm. the art was okay, not really my cup of tea. But I, was, yeah. I can't I can't do this, man. It's just not. I don't review things. It's not stuff. I, I just tell people I like this. You should check it out. So that's where you and I differ, no. I think, Vincent, because I do. Yeah, that's you, the yeah, point. I you do, you do yeah. things, but I'm not. You know, yeah. I literally, I don't like. I know, like when you recommend stuff on the show, these are a lot that you have a lot of notes that no doubt go into your actual written reviews and stuff as well. And you and you you think about how you're wording things, and sometimes I just have the book in front of me and I'm like, right, let's fucking go. I love this. Yeah, let's just check this out. If if I was going to try and review something i'm going to sit down and write you know and think about you got to write notes you got yeah, to think about it you can't just and there write are some it. great reviewers out there there are some great mm. reviewers out there that do that and we've talked about like getting um feedback on our on our books and like saying oh i'm so glad they got it and i understood you know and i, th- I think when someone understands where you're coming from with a comic the the constructive criticism is e- is easier do you know what i mean you, you can take on board oh yeah they're right i should I should do. Yeah, that. that's what it should be about, man. It's not yeah. meant. It's, it should. It's never meant um, viciously. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're mm-hmm. saying, "Look, the storyline doesn't work here," or the lettering's bad, or whatever you're going to say. Yeah. I think we, I talked to Dave Robertson about this recently, and it's something he and I had a conversation about, and it's and Mike Sadaka actually, and it's something doesn't matter 
as a reviewer, it doesn't matter whether you like it. Yeah, it should mm -hmm. be, is it good or not? There's a lot of good comics out there that I don't like because they're not to my tastes, but it doesn't matter. Are they well made? Do you see what I mean? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Is there's somebody maybe something like you know the Sailor Moon kind of manga, you know that sort of thing? It's just not to my taste. But is it well made? And that's yeah. what you should apply yourself mm, to. Mm. I think reviewers have got to learn. There's a big difference between oh, I quite you know I've heard someone say I don't review comics I don't like. Well, that doesn't matter whether yeah. you like it or not. Is it good or not? I like a lot of shit. I like Fem Force and I like Puppet Master movies, but don't make them good. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. fair play. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I yeah. think what I was more considering is someone <clears throat> gave you a comic and said, oh, what do you think of this? And you don't really have any relationship with them. You don't really know the person. Is it incumbent on you to kind of give up time or, 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 or whatever? I, I find it hard to articulate this, but to sort of gaze them, but let's yeah, not okay, yeah. say to him, this, this really ain't up to snuff, man. Or you just say, oh, it's good. Yeah, nice one. And then yeah, well, often, what the I'll say to them, often what I'll say to them, Dan, is I said, if you're sending to me, I will give this an honest critique. Yeah. You know, but if you're just looking for promotion, then I won't bother. It's, it's up to you, mate. Fair play. I think maybe in the future, I'll start saying shit like that. But there's also an element of like, what's, uh, what, this is going to sound incredibly mercantile, but what's in it for you, Dan? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I said. If, yeah. If, yeah. If, if, you're not, if you're not doing reviews, as, as like Vince has given, as Vince has said, right? You're not, you haven't got a blog, you haven't got your own page, you're not doing your own podcast just reviews. This is, if it's not, if this part of the pod is not a review for you, then. Is it on you to do that? Is exactly. It it's like a, a recommender. You've come across something you think other people would like. And then if this isn't, I'm not going yeah. to talk about I, it. I've, I've come, like, especially to that, that portion of the show, if I haven't got anything that week, then I've, I haven't got anything. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> I read something, but I'm like, okay, would, would, you rec would I recommend that to someone? Well, no. I think the recommendation has to have, have a caveat. anyone out about it. Yeah, no, no. But I think the, the recommendation has to have a caveat. So, for example, you might like a certain kind of book and you say, I'd recommend this book. I won't recommend it to people who don't like, you know, mm -hmm. overt violence oh, or yeah, sexuality. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you've got to thing. say. But, I'm yeah. you know, you've got a caveat by saying, look, this yeah. is a book that is quite violent. I like violence, so I'm recommending it to people who would like that sort mm. of book. Mm. So you have to, there is a caveat you have to give, I think, as well. For yeah. That. And I think, yeah. I think that's down to the individual anyway. I mean, like, if I'm talking about movies that work with people, I'll be like, I'll recommend it to you because I know you like this stuff, but I'm not yeah. going to recommend it to that person because they won't like it I think I think what lies at the heart of both mine and your approaches is you've got to be honest about stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're not being honest, and if we're recommending a book that you know it isn't actually very good, somebody's going to spend some money on that on the back yeah. of our recommendation. Yeah. I I would feel bad about that. Guilty, mm. definitely. Yeah. 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 Just to be sort of not contrary to the honest part of it, but in terms of like not always. Okay. Knowing you don't like something is as valuable as knowing you do like something. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of like if Dan, if you were like, ah, oh, you know, I really didn't enjoy this for X, Y, Z. That mm. may be like, oh, that's exactly my jam. Or, oh, okay, well, I kind of like the comics Dan likes, and hence yeah. there's value I don't like in it. it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, so saying you don't, I don't like comics who've got tanks in, you know, yeah. somebody might like a comic with a tank in it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I always find it a bit more difficult as well, giving someone <clears throat> critical feedback or constructive feedback on work that is completed as opposed to a work in progress. So if someone yeah. said to me, what do you think of this? And it was like, a sketch in progress for a page in progress where we can say, well, this works, this works, this bit doesn't. When someone does like the finished article and say, right, this is as best it's going to be. I'm really happy with this has turned out. What do you think? And they go, well, that's good. That's good. But not, that's not so yeah. great. I think you have to, I, I genuinely think man, sorry to interrupt you, but I think you have no, to it's... gauge why, why people are approaching you per, yeah. per, per case as on its own. I so think that people... has to be laid out before you, you go further. Yeah. So I come to you and they, cause you know, we get a lot of people saying, "Oh, could you, you know, promote our comic on the podcast?" And we're like, 
well, not if we don't like him, my friend. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't think pe- people, there's two kinds of people, really, people who look for promotion and people who actually look for a proper review. Mm. And the latter is much rarer. Mm-hmm. There yeah. used to be a website and a great Twitter account, but they've not run for years now, but they were called the Webcomic Police. And it was like a kind of, they were like a police force that would go out and assess a webcomic and sort of say the pros and cons of it. But they were, it was like a faceless website for the yeah, people yeah, who yeah. wrote for it. And yeah. I think the review went through like a committee and they all kind of gave feedback on it. And it would give you the pros and the cons of it. No punches pulled, just straight. And I really enjoyed uh, the, the reading it. There, there's other services online like the bad web comics wiki, which I think is pretty poisonous and top yeah, right. It is. Yeah. Uh, but that kind of service where you can kind of like look at stuff and give it uh, brutally honest. Yeah. Fair, honest and brutal, constructive. Fair. Yeah, yeah, fair. fair, honest and constructive is, is the way you got to go with everything. I don't think you can go any other way. And this sort of nepotistic attitude towards comics at the moment, I think is ruining the fact that people mm-hmm. aren't seeing the faults in their own comics. In fact, some, some people have fucking absolute fucking meltdowns. If you say one thing's wrong with their comic. Yeah, that's not, not, yeah. I mean, those kind of skills or well, that kind of uh, learning you should have got out of your system when you was a lot younger. Uh, yeah, I pointed out some failures in somebody's comic four years ago and they're still going on about it now. Yeah, it's not, it's, not some great. people just can't take it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't very nice, Tony, frankly. Yeah. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still wanker, Tony. That's yeah. But like I said, if you, if you don't want bad stuff to be said about your work, don't offer it up for opinions. And but, don't put it in the world for sale. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to the point where I don't get free copies to review. I'll buy them. You know, you because can't say you, I don't put I don't put comics up for review. Well, you do because you're asking for people to take money for them. Uh, you, you pay know? your price of entry by paying mm-hmm. for it. You yeah. get the ability to <clears throat> offer a judgment. Yeah. Have you ever received uh, feedback or uh, a review of your comic that's kind of stuck out for you, be it positive or, or negative? Yeah, things, little lines in reviews have stuck with me where I've thought, you know, in relation to criticisms and not they've stuck with me in, in order to, like, I, mem- I remember I put a comic out years ago that had some terrible spelling in it and it still kicks me in the gut every time I think of it because I remember the reviewers pointing out the spellings and me going, oh no, what did Shit. I do that for? Yeah. Or, you know, and it's made me put them through proofreaders now, Yeah, you know, <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's still, you do learn from them, you know, I think. Yeah, uh, definitely. Cycling back a little bit, I think one of the, Difficult things in the situation you guys particularly are in is, regardless of what we think, it's a smallish community, right? In terms of yeah. like you know everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Or if you don't, you're going to upset someone, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if not, even yeah. if you don't know everyone, you you know someone who knows someone. Yeah. Mm. And if you go like, okay, this comic isn't really my cup of tea because of, yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? Like it's a bit too childish. There's a few spelling errors, and I think the art could be improved. That's going to upset someone, and it's going to yeah. upset someone who you might be having a Pizza Express with at Fort Bubble. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, Pizza Express, and they're yeah. To, yeah, I mean they'll serve you pizzas after eight o'clock. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're thinking stuff like, oh, we're about to share, you know, big uh, hot and you know, oh, fuck, about to the joke, about to share like a, about to share hot and spicy, and <laughs> yeah, I, I know where you come from, mate. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I think back in the day when I didn't know so many people, I'd be more willing to kind of like dunk on yeah. people. But now it feels really fucking bad just to be. I mean, I think about it a lot person. and I think the only place to go with it is to be honest. Mm. Yeah. You know, and don't be nasty. Mm. Don't be overly complimentary. You know, you get problems with both actually. Some, you know, some people I've been very complimentary about a comic won't fucking leave me alone. Do you know what I mean? And, so, and, and, and some people I've been critical of their comic won't fucking stop going about it on about it on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, 
you just got to be absolutely clearly honest. If people take it badly, it's on them, man. It really is. You know, that's why I quite like that idea of like a faceless review. Yeah. Well, I get that a lot because know. I don't put my face on the internet. Yeah. And people will turn up at the table and stuff like that. And then they'll realize who I am, uh, you know, and I find that's a better way of doing it because they, at least they come over and speak to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they realize you're not some monster. You know, because you said the artwork in their, their comic, you know, didn't make sense or something. You know. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, man. It's uh it is a it's a heavy burden to review comics because I don't think you can be part of the scene to review them. You've got to be slightly out of it. I wouldn't review any of your comics, for example, mm. because you're my mm. mates. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's kind of a bit of a strange one there, isn't always it? Always fluff, fluff each other. I'd promote, yeah. you know, I'd promote yeah. them in a post mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, but some of my friends, I won't, I won't review their Because if you said, oh, it's fucking amazing, everyone said, well, he's, you know, he's obviously going to say that. Yeah, and, and sometimes said, oh, it ain't, shit. not you guys, but some other people I know. Yeah. You know, it's not mm-hmm. always perfect, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's the other thing is you say to some creators these days, oh, it wasn't perfect, but I really enjoyed it. Suddenly they got their back up. Yeah. You know, oh, did you think that. your comic was perfect? I'm sorry. Mm. You know, not yeah. even what, I listened to an interview with Dave Gibbons the other day, not even Watchmen is perfect, mm. you know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, you know, sometimes I, I also worry about the people that. Uh, well, I say I worry. That's an extra. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> but you know, um, it if is you want to worry, Vince, go for it. Worry, man. Um, <laughs> fact, thanks, Tom. I worry about so much. The ozone layer, man. Where's it going? <laughs> no. Um, when. Um, I think sometimes there can be, and this is just from someone occasionally popping their head online, um, it's sometimes all you hear is a wave of backslapping and everyone talking about how wonderful everyone is, which which is great. It's, good. it's mm. obviously good, good to hear that. But if you're constantly told from the outset how amazing yep. you are... You created a beast. What yeah. happens mm-hmm. the time when someone goes, nah, this isn't any good? Mm. What I mean, that... If you if you're perfect from day one, it will crush you on day one hundred when someone doesn't like something you. But it'll crush yeah. you when you actually work for a proper yeah. editor who goes, "This mate, this needs some work." Yeah, yeah. And you go, "Well, I've been told, I've been told by Broken Frontier that everything I do is perfect." Well, it ain't. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's the thing is, it's having that. And there are, I mean, there's certainly those people that are amazing from from the get go. That oh, are, some people that, are brilliant. That are also yeah. willing to sort of say, "I'm getting better. This, I want to get better." That you know, everyone's there's lots of people that are just willing to improve with everything, and they rightfully get the, the credits. But sometimes it's it can't. You know, I think creating creating something, no matter what it is in the world, it isn't a everyone love me exercise. It should be yeah. I want to. Oh, I yeah, want, I don't I care. Want what to cre- I want to create something I'm proud of, and if people get it, that's wonderful. And if and that's what happens normally that you know if you're but if you're creating it for other people if you're creating it just to be told how great you are or for it to extend your social media presence or to get a fucking Netflix animated show what happens when someone says well actually your third book isn't as good as the next two then normally those people just go well what the fuck do you know and they turn into monsters they do (laughs) they do man well I think it's what Dan says occasionally is if if you make a comic for everyone it's going to be for nobody yeah you know yeah, and you can't do that. You've got to make a comic for yourself. Yeah, yeah, or your your audience, whatever that audience. Yeah, I actually hope that people hate my comics. There's some people out there who are honestly. <laughs> there's some people out there who are so fucking stupid. They will. I there's hope they, they will be. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. If they, if they get my, my co- if they like my comic, I fucking I'm throwing my comic in the bin. Some people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. 
you know, you genuinely. You literally won't be able to please everyone and to to, have, yeah. to operate under that illusion or delusion that what you create is going to be loved by everyone is, yeah, nuts. Yeah. Can I just, yeah. um, with the idea that comics can be for everyone in terms of like your comic can be everyone's best mm. comic. Mm. This thing manga does incredibly well in terms of like it separates out different groups in terms yeah. of like shoujo yeah. for young boys, shoujo for girls. So, and like you find like, and they make comics for those groups of people because they're mm. different audiences and they enjoy different things. Exactly, man. And Not every novel is for everyone. No. Do you know what I mean? It's that's how it works. This is just, this is just a delivery method. Mm. Apart from the Bible. You know, it's a medium, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think that that industry um, is also, ref- you know, it's obviously had years and years and years, and it's refined it, and it's it's kept its popularity. It's just risen, and it's just become a way of life. So therefore, they can go into it. You know, if there's the business side of it that looks at the metrics and the analyzers and stuff, they've got some healthy numbers to go with. Yeah. So I think, I think the problem with a lot of Western comics is sometimes the numbers are so weak source that you. Sometimes you're you're building foundations on on something that isn't as solid as you think it is. So yeah. I was I was doing a bit of reading on this, and I, I, this this is a long story, but I'll get me back to back to your point, Vince. Yeah, go for it. Um, quite often in manga, they'll do a popularity poll, poll on the characters, mm-hmm. and I can work out why they were doing it. And I was like, why are they doing this popularity poll? And the answer is simple: one, they get an idea of the people who are reading it because mm-hmm. they've all got to send in a postcard of like who their favorite character is, so they get like a total readership. But they also get an idea of who the most popular characters are, so they refine what they're doing based off the audience feedback. Yeah, they used to do that with 2000 AD. Yeah, they, exactly. the first the what, 500 issues of 2000 AD would have like top five characters, yeah. and they would use that well, as pre-internet. I know, but the thing is, you can't trust the internet these days. But they would use yeah. that to judge who should be who was the most popular character. You talk to Pat; he talks about it all the time. You know, regularly, and, and Mac One was the most popular character. You just if you've, it, you know? yeah. you're a fan big enough to like write in a postcard to tell the publication that you're a fan that the the publication will give a shit yeah. about. Yeah, and that's true. Is, and you bought it as well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Carry on, Tom, before I... I, I was, go- was going to say, the on. magazines are using this all the time to basically like refine what they have in them, to be like, mm. oh, yeah, this is doing really well. We're getting loads of big numbers in for people writing in saying they really love Bimbus the Clown. And mm. then Bimbus the Clown keeps them getting published. It's yeah. it's basically... And it's all saying, like, even you put out with a backdrop of, like, where it's separating out the comics by age group and gender mm. and what people prefer. And then, hey, you've got, like, this self, you know, self-filling property and this vicious circle of growth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the devil's advocate question then. Um, do you think, obviously that, that obviously works brilliant for, for that audience and it just continues to grow and, and evolve. And one of the beautiful things about it is I'm, I'm hearing about a brand new series, which is a fresh story or a fresh character pretty much every time. Like, like that people will talk about, um, one Punch Man one year, and then they'll talk about like Demon Slayer. Is it Demon Slayer? That's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But these, these are, you know, very different. They're not spinning off or anything. These are all fresh stories. However, when it comes to whether it be the UK market uh, or the American market and stuff like that, do you think um, the legacy of a character can be a crutch? Um, by that, I mean, let's take, let's take a dread, for instance. Please, any 2000 AD fans. Don't send me any mail because I won't read it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean in the and this is just a, a general generalization. But obviously, dread. Whenever you think two thousand AD, that's usually the top one. Um, but rather than pushing and creating new things, it's just sort of like just giving giving the same sort of thing every time. Just you know, you're getting used to the same diet 
of meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. You know, even if sometimes there's a little bit of spice or someone's put some cheese on the potato. Lovely. Mm. But it's still meat and potatoes every time. Um, after a while, you're going to get bored of that diet. And if you've been eating meat and potatoes, even for 30 years, sometimes you want something. You, there, there's another flavour. There's for, for me, uh, I will say this, having not read 2008 properly, but over the past 20 years... Not 20 years, probably 10 years. <clears throat> um, legacy characters. I hear about great stories that are being told. You know, different sort of sci-fi tales and like get collected and stuff. But I, I don't hear so much about the legacy characters, the new legacy characters that can move forward. Um, what? How do you guys feel? And this is the same with the states as well. Yeah. We're, we're fed on. We're mm. fed on a diet of Avengers and Batman. That's what the community is, and yes, with Batman, you've got the Batman family, but DC's pretty much mostly that. Um, and do you think, it, in some ways, by having so much of the same thing, it's become a little stale? Yeah, undoubtedly, I think it has. Mm. Um, I think, I think where that dynamic, I think you're right. Certainly around the big two, it has become stale, and the attempts at introducing new characters hasn't haven't taken. No, you know, with various degrees of success. But I think where I see it changing slightly is um and I, i'd actually think this is the sort of bd um you know french belgium approach is with image comics so image comics have had some huge hits you know saga walking dead a few other things where they're almost creating a story for a certain amount of time and, and then walking away from it yeah and i think <clears> that's maybe the model that a lot of us would pre pre prefer rather than the what was it at one point it was like 50 bat family books out in a month or something yeah you know, you know. Uh yeah. I think they're kind of like Vince is uh, alluded to there, like they're hamstrung by the legacy. And so but when they see like a new audience, <clears throat> uh, for instance, Marvel, rather than sort of like, right, we're going to come up with a new line or we're going to make a new character and it's going to be completely out of nothing to do with superheroes, but it's going to, it's going to serve that audience. What they do is kind of try to retrofit a current character or a popular character to fit that audience mm -hmm. Hmm. And invariably, it ends up upsetting the audience who like or read yeah. that character anyway. Yeah, but nobody's talking. Nobody's no. talking about the death of Superman that happened a month ago. Nobody's talking about it. No, no one. It, it has happened in action comics, and nobody's just, mentioned it. People, I just don't think people care anymore. T. They're just like, you might be right, man. You might. I think we've had enough permanent. of this. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, call, they're calling it Death of Superman two point oh, aren't they? But I mean, it's just ended with him looking apparently like he's died. I haven't read that. I don't think the next issue is out yet. Yeah, but the. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just maybe there's everyone's a bit lethargic about it all now. They don't really. It's just you're right. It's like here we go. And there's a certain conditioning yeah. for reading comics yeah. as well. Certain, certainly like the, the bigger, bigger publishers and stuff. You know, we Stock know what, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is very much. You know, yeah. we know we know what we like. We know what era of comics we we read and we enjoy, <laughs> and we want more of that. That's natural that we want more of that. Um, I mean, so just a sorry to interrupt, man. No, sorry, go, go for it, go for it. Go man. I was just going to say a slight tangent with I've been doing I've been on a real Star Wars kick recently. I don't know why. I've just been really enjoying it. Um, and I was re I was looking into the comics and I was reading a lot of Doctor Alfaro, which oh know, yeah is a great series and okay. it seems to, it's a great series. I really enjoyed especially the early stuff. It's really good. And that seems to be a case of like they've got this big universe and they know they really can't do anything with the main four or five because all their stuff's sort of set in stone. Okay. And instead, let's create a separate character, and then she has it like, and you've almost just, I mean, they've obviously tried to do this with Jed Dredd, but like, you've got that big universe of which has been going, but it shows something different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. shows a different side of it in terms of like, um, 
yeah, I don't know. If that's an really example of one example. of the, the one of the more recent characters, especially with Star Wars as well. That's an example of one I haven't read any, but I've heard good things about it. I've yeah, that that's, uh, it's really good. Yeah. But every time they try and jump back to like any pre-existing character, <laughs> Boba Fett, um, yeah, it's crap. Yeah. It's, I'll be honest with you. I, I think Dread is fairly consistent. It's yeah, it's there's a lot of talk twenty two thousand AD fan. You'll get four hours of moaning, but and I'm a little bit like that. But Dread's the consistent one in there for me. Um, it's more likely to be okay than the rest hmm. and and you regularly do get um dan cornwall or chris weston even on it and you think okay it's a little bit of an event and the thing about dread is more interesting because he does age in real time yeah that's yeah which is an mm. interesting area i think um but yeah there's i would be lying if i said it hadn't got stale at certain points but mm. there are some Obviously, a lot of 2080 fans, me included, are led by a little bit, led by the nose by nostalgia occasionally. Yeah. You know. Um, I think, I think um, Western comics audiences very much are. I know, yeah. I, I, you mm. know, I mean, I'm fucking collecting old comics I used to get when I was a kid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're always looking for those old comics. That, that we That's why they sell so many hardbacks and omnibuses and artist editions and I, yeah, yeah, epic yeah. collections and stuff like that. Yeah. Find frustrating is like when there's the comics that have got no consequences, they become inconsequential because if they're going to introduce some radical new thing that's going to shake up the title oh like spider-man everyone's going to forget spider-man or mary jane's going to forget she was married to him and no one remembers spider-man and then 12 months later that's all undone we're back to the status quo and that just rinse repeat rinse repeat you're like yeah there's a lot of rinse repeat going it's on. just like yeah. well kind of we're, this becomes a jumping off point or something but you're just like oh, that's i've done my time there and try and find greener pastas Exactly like Tony just said with Death of Superman 2.0. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. the same thing. Well, if you right? look at Devil, Devil's Reign, Rain, Devil's Reign, which is the new story that I know Dave mentioned last week, hmm. that's basically Civil War. Yeah. So they're outlawing superheroes in New York. Didn't you mention, Tony, like someone that who Mark Miller when he came up with Civil War? That was like they, they've never been able to move past that. that I think you're right, man. Story yeah, that's concept. a great moment. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of uh, fucked everything up because like they, they don't seem to be able to move past. We've got to engineer a situation where heroes have got to fight heroes. And then yeah, that's the problem everywhere. I'll touch a little bit of this in my recommendation because there's a bit of a devil's advocate question in my recommendation later is, are we just concentrating on heroes? And we're not really creating any great villains anymore. No. Yeah. You know? Um, everyone's, like, even in the Avengers movies, he was like, Thanos was kind of okay, wasn't he? He was an all right bloke and he went to be a farmer and stuff. You're like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. You know? Has, I mean, uh, I mean, I, mean uh, I, I have many problems with what they did with that character, um, but I, I, I think it's my fear for a lot of villains is people are afraid for them to be villains anymore. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. Man. It's one they of those. Are. Oh, yeah. you have to understand the trauma behind it. Yeah, I've yeah, I've wrote a little bit about this on yeah the patrons, well, but we we were just oh, right. we were just um uh, just at work the other day. We, like we did the whole sort of like you know the the quarterback you know the sunday quarterback oh if you were going to cast a batman film or if you go cast batman and joker that's that sort of thing and part of the conversation got someone said about oh you know finding out how they come to be and i was like no i don't want to know how a character like joker needs to be he's a fucking force of nature and he should be terrifying because of that no one i don't want to know why yes (laughs) he's the way he is because you fucked him and i can't i i'm just done with wolverine as soon as you tell that story, he becomes like a million times less interested. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's yeah I like, love jumping into a story and just saying, who's this character? What's going to yeah. do? Yeah. yeah. You know, what's I that mean, about? It's, yeah, it's yeah. that. I think the human brain, it, the way it deals with unknown, the unknown is fascinating because like, it's like 
with with like monsters and heroes it works like this when you don't know where the alien came from it's infinitely terrifying mm. when they describe it you're disappointed with a hero I did not know where Wolverine came from. It was fascinating because in my mind, there's a million possibilities of what he's done, where he's been, yeah. why he is the way he is, but I don't need to know it. They told me, and the magic's gone. Once you once you find out how the trick, the magic works, do you like the magic trick so much? Yeah. I don't no. know. For me, no. Personally, for me no. personally, no. no. Once, once you stop being able to hang a towel on it, it's done it. <laughs> I was sort of thinking with the the thing with the villain is it was all about like uh, you, you got to understand something happens to the hero and villain. It could be the, exactly the same starting incident that kind of like jets them forward into their life, but the villain learns the wrong lesson and takes the wrong moral choice from what's happened to him or her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Punisher's family gets mowed down. He he, he goes out and starts taking it out on on criminals generally yeah someone else might be taking a different moral decision the, the where the punisher works what well, appeals to a lot of people is because of the fact that who ha- who doesn't have that vent that kind of urge for getting their one getting their own back and making mm-hmm. sure things right and yeah the, the whole problem with the villains are making them too sympathetic and, and I can understand why he's doing this. I can understand why he's done that. But yeah, but he's got to be, mon- they've got to be monstrous and, and horrible and nasty. Mm. It's, they've, they've done it wrong. Everyone's um, afraid I mean, to write Nazis anymore, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's an easy go to the Nazis, isn't it? Because there's, there's, there's a but, clear you know, line. You, They're you fucking take, bad guys. You, you take that, you know, I mean, Nazis, but just like, what What was the Red Skulls? What are they? Uh, Hydra. That was the, that was the, yeah. the Nazism, right? So if you, t- if you take that, and if Hydra do something that is, Unforgivable. Well, I mean, we're talking proper villain shit. No holding back, no pulling punches. They do something horrible. Marvel are going to get shit for it. If bad guys do bad things, <laughs> it's at mad. The, at the, the world's moment, gone mad. People yeah. are like, "That's horrible." Why is that in there? Because they're villains, and we're not. Yeah, mm, we're not writing mm. about ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, th- I think sometimes, um, any uh, sort of a lazy go-to. Well, I say lazy. I don't want to. I'm not sweeping generalizations as always. I do every week. Um, <laughs> But it's like, what can a bad guy do that's bad? Oh, they'll kill one of the heroes. I don't know. No, they can do something else. Yeah, they're... killing a member of the public is a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, mm. It is. It is. That sounds yeah. horrible, doesn't it? But it is it one is. of those. You know, if you ki- if you kill a hero, oh, shocking! But they're going to be back in six months. Never mind the hate mail that some some fanboy is going to send them for six months. In six months, the character's going to be back, and we'll forget about it, and it'll be. Um, whereas, what happens if you kill the people that don't have a fan base? The, the people that could possibly stay dead. That's mm. more shocking, isn't mm. it? Surely that's mm. a... I mean, let's not forget that one of the things that kicking off kicking off Civil War was the explosion that not just yeah. killed not just killed a bunch of heroes and... Um, oh, I forgot the name of that villain that just blew himself up. Oh, oh true, wasn't Newton, it? Yeah. yeah. Nuke. Yeah. Nuke, that's it, Nuke. But yeah. Didn't he take out a whole neighbourhood of innocent people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was, there was, was a school... Well, and there's also a commentary on the media in that as well because it, yeah. be, it was being filmed, wasn't it? Which I yeah, thought yeah, was yeah. an interesting song as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, um, but that was one of those, you know, catch catch your breath in your throat moments hmm. because it's not just someone on a, you know, cut of X Men and the Shi'ar fighting some brood or whatever or something like that. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, yeah, it's something with stakes. Yeah. I good. What we we're talking about. Yeah, we, so, started so, off, we started <laughs> off from reviewing, and then we yeah, wrote, yeah, so we can't. Yeah, went into this. It's good. good. Yeah, it's nice. So, it's right. it's good. Villain's motive is understandable, but you got to be careful. When... I mean, Dan, you've written some fucking 
awful villains and it just um like when i i mean anyone that's read vanguard along with me will know that there's been times where you put us through the emotional ringer um partly because it's a weekly webcomic as well <laughs> so you it's fun to write the the people who are absolute shit so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and there has to be that but there's also that sort of these people are horrible just you wait because yeah. it's so much more satisfying when the awful people get yeah. their weapons. Yeah, exactly. It should like, be. It should be genuinely satisfying. It shouldn't be like they disappear in a panel. No. But you know what it's like? It's Make like villains in real life. Mm. You know. Yeah. You know the the real villains of the world. You know don't really have that many fucking reasons for you to. You don't, I don't want to see them with their cat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Something like that. You know. It's not. Yeah. I don't know, it's that kind of like jokey sort of, oh, he's, he's, he's a bit of a one only like Harley Quinn villain. And then when you actually like get to see real fucking horrible people in reality and read about what they've done or see what they've done, it's absolutely, there's no yeah. way you could be on that person's fucking side. Yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And a good villain will stick in your mind. You see a, yeah. good, a good villain in a comic and the things he says are in a movie or in a TV series. Everyone's seen Deadwood, haven't they? I yeah, haven't. Oh yeah, God, yeah. You know the oh, you yeah. know the bit. I won't ruin it, but the bit where he fights. There's that big the big fight and the, the yeah. bad guy, and it goes, "I'm gonna kill you," and you <laughs> yeah. fucking feel it because mm-hmm. yeah. he's such a horrible bastard. Hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We need to take that time to build these people up. I don't want to build them up to be understandable. They've got to be villains. Yeah. You know, they've got to be a threat. I watched it the other day, but Bricktop in Snatch. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's fucking yeah. horrible. He's horrible. He just wouldn't want to be in the same bloody postcode as the man. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. So I was kind of thinking about, um, I was thinking what you guys saw. I was thinking about uh, Galactus, who, yeah. who yeah. is a villain, but he's also he's more like a force of nature. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you get this school of people who go, "Oh, he's not really a villain because he's just acting on his own, you know, nature. He's, you know, he's just doing what he's, you know, born to do and stuff." You know, what he he, he kills fucking millions of people and eats planets. Oh, he's yeah, probably a good b- guy. Billions. Then. Not, not, yeah. Yeah. Not only that, yeah, yeah. He chooses to. Like yeah, a, exactly, a, a yeah, great white yeah. shark that accidentally, well, that eats some. I mean, you get some bastard sharks, but for the most part, is is an accident because it's just in their nature. If you're Galactus, you've picked something, said to Silver Surfer, "Does this one taste like jam?" Yes, it does. Mm, lovely. I'm eating it then. Yeah, you think Afargo was a good guy? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But what what do you say? Like, if like, are we would he be able to keep you alive? But every day you stay alive, we're going to kill a thousand people. Yeah, you can live. You can live as long as you like. Would Would you carry on doing that? I would say, can you visit Croydon first? Yeah, yeah. start Croydon and work out. When he yeah. hit New Addington, tell me, and I'll, I'll fucking eat a bullet. Mind you, so, you've been to, have you been to New Addington? Yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. So, I've got to say, universe does this really well. Is the 40k universe? Yeah, everyone's okay. awful. No everyone's awful. Yeah. There's no, there's no good guys. There's no good guys. And Mega City's tell- a bit like that, to be fair. Isn't it? Yeah, Mega City's like that. Yeah. 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 But anyone who tells you, like, oh, no, 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 the Space Marines are good. No, they're not. They're, not. they're terrible. They're terrible. They're yeah. awful. They, like, they sacrifice, like, thousands and thousands of people a day to keep yeah. the Emperor alive. Are you reading um, that comic, Tom? Uh, well, the, the Space Marines comic, yeah. No, I'm not, actually, no. I thought it's all right, you know. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you recommended it, didn't you? Oh, that's right. V is read the first one, didn't you? Is, is that, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was no. a fantastic comic. I need to go is back. Is it one Jose it. Rip? Did he draw some of it? I, I, yeah, he did. Because, I think it was him because um, I'll just look it up actually. Cause it was that looked all right, actually. It was. Yeah. It's a phenomenal, but but um, also phenomenally accessible, which I think you yeah. need. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if you if you go, oh, into, I'm scared of going into that world because of all the novels and the games. Yeah, and, stuff and like also that, the yeah. novel the novels are like you know they're fucking brain damaged novels. Like if you drop someone on drop one on someone's yeah. head, that's killing them. Old school sci-fi, aren't they? 
started like i didn't know too much about it and i thought well, i'm going to get into this and i started on that black library the audio books i oh, started yeah. listening from the the horus heresy for oh. like about 10 15 books and like oh, after man. the first one man i was fucking in just like the uh, okay the story right. was just absolutely gripping people must feel that when they hear you and me talk about june though or you know oh, God, when we all yeah. talk about june because oh, it's the same in it yeah. you know yeah, I, I can't it. wait for the fucking Blu-ray with the, the cutscenes <laughs> and stuff. In it. <laughs> then I was thinking, when they do the the screening of like both films back to back, would I go and see that? And I'm like, of course I would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was scolding myself mentally to even thinking. <laughs> I'm going to buy a man nappy and sit in the yeah. cinema and watch it all. Yeah, yeah. shit yourself that... ten minutes in just to set the the precedent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say that the 40k fans are very like if you want to meet people into their law, 40k yeah. fans flipping love it. Oh, and right. So there was a joke about like so a, a tiny bit about uh, space marines are they're taken like twelve years old and they turn into space marines like they take Sardi Sardi car yeah basically same sort yeah. they, they take twelve year olds turn into space marines but they get ca- chemically ca- castrated right and someone made a joke saying oh they're probably all virgins because you know they're all taken about twelve years old and then chemically castrated and turned into space marines. And like there was a big thread underneath of like, no, the space wolves are taken at sixteen and they have sex all the time. I think, yeah, written by someone who never voice. gets any sex. I love the voice. Yeah. <laughs> like that wasn't the point, right? It was just yeah, man, that makes, that that bloke yeah. is knee deep in clunge, isn't he? The bloke yeah. who wrote that, yeah. fucking no, knee deep in it. Yeah. I wonder if they did take that idea from the Sardaukar and the fact that this, that they get like the the best sort of space marines off of like these hell worlds that are absolutely fucking. Horrible to live in, and so to kind of survive, you are, mate. You got to read that one, that, that one off boom comic on the side of car. Fucking brilliant. Uh, okay, yeah, really good. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be in one of the collections because um, it came out around the same time as the usual series. Was it about issue ten or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I've yeah, got to yeah, get the second it. volume to that one. Tom, I think that's out actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Once we get through January and the yeah. barren months. <laughs> the barren months. <laughs> the Warhammer 40,000 I read was Amanius Calgar, which was a five-issue series from Marvel that I haven't That's read. Readable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, five it issues. And, it, and it's a, a collection. They've, is that Kieran Gillen? Kieran Gillen. Has he written another one? There's one called Sisters of Battle, which is um, just finished as well. Who read, wrote that one? Um, put it on the list. Uh, yeah. Torrin Gronbeck. Oh, Grombeck. Um, Comicsology. Yeah. Yeah, I always like when uh, you get the people saying, oh, why aren't there women in the 40K universe? Oh, what? In the grim darkness where there's only, grim darkness where there's only war and misery yeah. and suffering. I've got to have women in it, though. Oh, okay. Mind you, it sounds like some women I know. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Um, and. Um, I'm just I mean, I've got no, don't care one way or the other if you have m- women in it or not, but it's just like this horrible storyline where everyone's in. Yeah, I want to be in it too. Well, you want to live in yeah. a cave and yeah. get bummed? Yes, it's it's fucking, it's fucking grim. I want representation, damn it! But yes, it was yes. J- Jason Burroughs. That was who did. Uh, oh yeah, I like his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Although he does still have me a commission. Was that Magnus Calgar? Cal- Cal- Marnius Calgar. Yeah, perfect. Wonderful. Thank you kindly. And Good also, stuff. I mean, for me, who didn't, you know, once again. As worried about God, but you know, how am I going to dip into? I never this? worry about God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, it's really, um, it's it's a good cinematic entryway into that sort of universe. So there you go. Do you know what? That, good. I, I know it's probably bad for me to talk about other podcasts while you're on the podcast, but that's right. I mean, not a bad episode in terms of like en- good entry comics into universes. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, into universes, yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I think um, it's certainly something that is like, I mean, with, with manga, it's like, oh, God, it's just terrifying. There's 140 mm. volumes of this. Uh, where do I start? You know, and and with a, with a Marvel universe, the law is just so murky. This is bad, man. Start? Just yeah. as bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, I've talked about that meme before, but when, like, I want to read Spider-Man, so we can read Spider-Man issue one, started in 1960 or we can do the 1993 version and then the manga one is up volume one bro there you go (laughs) (laughs) so there was a chuck dixon quote about this where they said like if you want to read a comic about golf there are six mangas about golf yeah Mm. and they're just about golf and they're not about zombie golf or skeleton golf or you know flying golf with angels it's just golf and you're just like hey i really enjoy snowboarding and there's like You'll just find one about snowboarding. You can start volume one and then finish it volume thirty-two. Yeah, and you're done. Sort of, yeah, I picked one up the other day called uh, Ping Pong. You never guess what it's oh, about. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I was like, I flipped through it and it's all about it's people playing ping pong. Oh, oh so I looked, okay, I there you go. Like, oh, this is what I signed yeah. up for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> we'll get in trouble. <laughs> That's what it says on the thing, though. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I'd read that. I'd be alright. I'd read that. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Good. Oh dear. Anyway, see, this is what happens. We've gone long. It's it's because we got the Make a Wish Kid on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. No, no, it's good. Oh, no, no, it's good. I like it. I like it when it goes long. Do you know what else is long? Recommendations. Hey, my knob. Yeah, I thought we were talking about my D. No. But before we get to that, Tom, it's time for the shout outs. Does anyone have any? I've just got one. After we we did give the drink and draw a shout out. All under one roof. Um, <laughs> Strangers have got a cool new site for all their books. Go to strangerspublishing.com. You can buy some of our books and some other absolutely brilliant books on there. Um, I just had a look at it, it's a great new site. So, I think Eddie is moving away from doing like the regular drops, which is what we've talked about in the past, to having yes, just new books will get added to that site. And he's already put some new ones on there that I'm desperate to get. I'm, I'm going to go into Gosh this week and ask if they're getting them. If not, I'm just going to order them and take a hit mm. on the shipping. But isn't yes. that the drop thing though quite a quite a thing in itself everyone's waits Man, ready for it really it, to go. Is. it really is but i think what he's doing here is he's dropping um single books and stuff like that um, okay. that, that will sell out really quickly knowing how you know how much of a following and what sort of taste good taste he's got in relation to new hot books i think i think they'll drop that could be tough away. like if they drop it like 3 p.m stateside that's like middle of the night for yeah us. i know yeah it it's is not but you know what i mean like it yeah can i know be. yeah it can be yeah 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 he tends to do works out at about 6 p.m on a thursday i think is the way it works okay back of my head yeah yeah for us but yeah still still you just got to judge it man it's mm, refreshing it, yeah 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 it's like buying um s club seven when they get back together when they buy tickets to their concerts you know you got to sit there <laughs> refreshing <laughs> the page yeah. and you yeah mm. that's mine that's all i got anyone else uh, no not really so uh, go on, i do i do have one but i'm gonna need tony's help oh okay so, I'm going to say the first name, Tony. Can you say the last name? Because I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly. Oh, okay. So I've been really enjoying the art of Lucas. Begins with a K. Kowalczak. Thank you. Um, So he's a comics creator and illustrator from Poland. And just his art's fantastic. Yeah. Really great. great. We've reviewed his books on him before. Reckless Wrestlers was an early favourite of ours, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just brilliant art. And it's just something about it that's really, I just find really enticing. Just, and I can't quite, I can't even quite explain why, but it's just something that really works for me. So yeah. Yeah, we had a good chat about him the other night, actually, didn't we? We He's going places, you know. He's getting named on... Is he doing a Fantagraphics book? I can't remember. I haven't looked it up recently. But yeah, I think he's with quite a good publisher now and and quite right, too. He's got... Yeah. There's no one 
really. You know, he, he's on the edge of that sort of Patrick Sparrow kind of feel to his work. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it feels good. very. Um, it feels very outlaw comics. You know what I mean? It's that kind of. Yeah, just it really, really does. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just really like it. Really enjoy it. So yeah, I met him. At, I met him at Gosh when he did that book, the Samurai Slasher book, with um, Mike Garley. I met him, at, and he's a nice dude. Yeah, we had to talk about Sylvester um, about Steven Seagal for a while. Do you mind yeah. if I show my screen very quickly? Yeah, please do. Uh, just because I just want to show this very quickly. There we go. Just this. Uh, so, oh, that's lovely. Tom's sharing it. What's that from, mate? That uh, is, Ghost uh, Bear. Ghost yeah. Bear. Yeah. There's a no, bit of the wrestler about that one as well, actually, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just something about it. The colours, the line, the weights, the and composition. If you go to, what's his, um, is that his Twitter handle? He's posted yeah, that it on? is. Yeah. What's his Twitter handle? I'll pop it to you. I'll pop it to you in the chat. Okay, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can see that particular post. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. Okay. okay time to recommend. <laughs> Some, it's funny saying it because we were talking about reviews and recommendations and all that shit. But um, time to recommend some comics. So, Tom. Yes. Would you like to go first? I would love to go first. Uh, you got two, Tom, haven't you? I've got I have two. got two, yeah. And I'm just going to yeah. share my screen because that's what we're doing today. And here we go. Right. Okay. I spent my Christmas tearing through this series as if I was stuck in the Titanic and finish it with screen <laughs> position on lifeboat. Um, this was absolutely brilliant. It's My Hero, Hero Academia by Kohiri. Hu, Hu, Hu. Kohiri begins with a H. Can't pronounce the last word. Horikoshi. Horikoshi. Yeah. yeah. You just picking me up, Tony. It's brilliant. Thank sorry, you very much. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> no, no, no. sorry, babe. I didn't no, mean to. Sorry. No, 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 no. Please, honestly. I've, oh, please do. I don't give a shit. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's just great. It's a great series. Um, in a world populated with superhuman, superhumans, a superhero-loving Izero Midiora is without power. However, he gains power throughout the course of the series, and you just see this world develop from, like, and you can see from this cover at the beginning, it's quite light and it's quite hopeful, and then we come to volume 28, and I'm hoping this changes. Has this changed on the yes. screen? Yes, yeah. 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 That's and quite this, a significant covered style change. Yeah, it is. And so it's much more sort of brushy, um, yeah. Not sort of almost more. I don't want to say it more adult, but more more of a mature style. I'd yeah. say. Mm. You know, yeah. We're talking into basically, and the thing this does really well, that I really enjoy is um, it introduces the world, and you get used to that, and then it just starts to introduce um, problems or conditions or things about it you wouldn't have considered initially, and then just deals with it, and, and you see that growth of the character throughout the whole thing, and the same way the covers have changed from this sort of like very bright, uh, almost like, quite childlike. Mm. To then this much more brush style, as you said, brush style, much darker, much more intimidating cover. Just yeah, that almost looks like something that Martin Simmons would have drawn to me. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. it's volume twenty-eight of my volume hero academia. And just talking numbers, uh, in April twenty twenty-one, it was reported that fifty million copies were in circulation. So that's not <laughs> digital; that's fifty million paper Print copies. copies. With thirty-seven billion being sold in Japan alone, and the remaining thirty million across the rest of the world, and just it's just great. I just really enjoyed it. That series, like characters pick up injuries and they stick with them. Yeah, like, they've got okay. that injury for the rest of the yeah. the, the story. Uh, There's, yeah, I, I, I don't want to spoil anything about it from here, but like the character on the screen now has injuries that they picked up throughout the course of it, and that mm. affects them. And they basically said like, yeah, if you keep doing X, Y, Z, you're going to seriously hurt yourself. And it seems like the writer will go through a bit. Yeah, but and that's kind of, sorry, man, gone. Well, they, they kind of, it's good that the characters know they have to sacrifice and push and they pay, pay a price for it. Uh, it makes it a lot more kind of believable and empathetic to them. 
I, this is an incredibly tepid take, but it's just a really good series. Really, mm. the, the more the more I read, and I'm I'm on like a real rip. I'm doing like a hundred days of manga reading every day, and the more I, I read, the more I admire these people. Mm. They can fucking put out some books. What I'm about to talk about is the same, but that's done by Shonen Jump, who is like old, old, old school. Um, yeah. Fist of the North Star came out through Shonen Jump. All sorts of books came through mm. them, and it's just this ongoing. What well, is now a very popular app as well but the magazine has just been producing some of the best manga out there for years uh, it's been around a while that but i think that's a perfect entry point my hero if you're uh, like your superheroes and you want to uh, taste of something different a yeah. different take on it that's a that's a great one to go for you'll yeah. know very quickly whether you like it or not the, the lazy review would be like it's like x-men that's in japan but it's, yeah. it's so much more than that right and there is an element of like x-men you know x-men always deals with the other and what I mean by that is like, you know, you're not apart from the norm. The main character is not a normal character in this world in terms of he doesn't have a power, yeah. actually. Yeah, okay. And it's not so much a spoiler to say he gets one because it would be a very short series if he didn't. But <laughs> it's that sort of, yeah, it's just that growth. And it's Wait, just, Yeah, the whole thing of him getting what getting his abilities, as it were, it's very, very unique and very interesting to kind of read along with. And it, and it grows as he's done. So it's yeah. it's not just like, oh, now I'm Superman. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I would, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, very easy recommend for me. And I just had a great Christmas reading it, frankly. Good work, man. Good. Should, can, I, can I lead off with my first one, which is also a manga? Go for it, man. Yeah, go for it. So um, I read, now I was inspired to read this by um, two things, really. Firstly, Vince Bond talked about it on, that's the other Vince, not my Vince. The other Vince on <laughs> 11 o'clock comics uh, talked about it on um, 11 o'clock and, um, raved about it and i thought i've got to read this i'm, I'm having a, a manga rip i'm going to read this and then i was i was chatting to tom about it the other night and uh, and he was saying he was going to read it so we used to sort of both agreed to read it now mm-hmm. i'm reading mine on comiXology I'm, i've ordered um a physical copy of it as well because i really enjoyed it but tom is re- you're reading it on the shonen jump app am i right in saying that tom? yes i am yeah yeah I so saw. you're actually three volumes ahead so so no spoilers tomster no nope. but uh we're just going to talk about the first volume <laughs> um because he's read like a thousand pages beyond me um, so I've read the first 107 pages, translated by David Everleen, uh, published by Viz Media through Shonen Jump again. Um, story and art by Nao Matsumoto. Uh, the first, Again, the first few pages are in colour, same as what we talked about down a minute ago. Um, so giant kaiju are breaching the city of Tokyo again. There's a division who are called the Third Division, and they're the team who are set up to fight these monsters and stop the incursions. Now, however, following up from each attack is a team that a guy called Kafka... Hibino, who's a 32-year-old member of the cleanup team. So he's on a he's on a team that go in after, you know, the the kaiju has been defeated and is laying across a few buildings or whatever it is, and they do the cleanup. He's actually a bit of a frustrated member of the third division because he's wanted to apply for it. And in the second half of this book, he does again. Um, but he knows what he's doing is important and, and he does know how to do it. So if you're going to cut through the um the stomach of a kaiju, you're going to find all kinds of things in there. You know, you're going to find other monsters and, you know, creatures. And so it's like cutting through a giant shark, isn't it? You're going to find a, you know, half a motorbike or something like that. Mm. Um, so he he goes in with the team and they don't get any thanks for it. It is very dangerous circumstances. Like the intestines are full of acid sometimes, you know, and they have to mm-hmm. wear masks and stuff like that. Um, the, one of the main members of the third division, so this sort of glamorous team who go in and fight the kaiju, is a girl called Mina Ashiro, who's a kaiju hunter. And she has a huge albino tiger as her sort of sidekick so pretty cool looking you know you yeah more your sort of classic cool looking 
female character, you know, carries a big gun, has a tiger, you know, in a sort of manga kind of stylings. Um, now, I wasn't, it wasn't totally clear from this, Tom, you might be able to sort me on this, but he grew up with her, is that right? Yes, yeah, they were childhood friends. Childhood friends, they weren't brother and sister. I did get a bit confused at one point, and then he said he quite liked her, and I thought, oh, I thought they were brother and sister, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I went with it. Now, there's also a new member of the team called um, Rene Ichikawa, and he's the kind of the, the stroppy know-it-all newbie on the cleanup team. And Kafka and Rene, um, they're working on this creature, and they're cutting it up. But while they're doing it, um, this horrible fucking other sort of newer kaiju climbs out from the body and attacks them as well. And it's got like, I don't know why I find this concern, like a bit horrible because he's got like a human's bald head on a, yeah. sort of a creature's body, you know, like a lizard or an insectoid body. And I don't know why that just makes it worse for me, this sort of goggle-eyed, bald-headed creature. Yeah. And when it's teeth its jaws are snapping to eat them it's almost like a human snapping teeth does that make sense yeah yeah but massive you know and he he saves him from that and him and kafka and rene they get they kind of um they become friends after that they didn't initially get on together um but what has happened as well is when they're in the hospital kafka um he something's happened to him there's this creature that flies over his head and looks at him and it's kind of like this weird fly with a face and stuff and it jumps into his body and it's probably come from somewhere we're not actually totally clear in the first volume where it's come from and he he transforms into a human-sized kaiju um and he's like you can see from the the image on the cover there it's almost like skull-like um insectoid outer boy almost like you know fangs and Mm. yeah yeah Mm. But he has also has the ability to control to transform a little bit depending on what the circumstances of the fight are mm-hmm. and stuff. And in the first volume, you, be- you begin to realise he can transform, but you don't um, you don't know why, and he can't control it to start with. And he gets dubbed Kaiju Number Eight by a news channel who spots him, um, and he kind of is in hiding a bit, and he can he transforms back to human. And the second third, the last third of the book really is um, that him and Rene try and join the um the division that fights kaiju third division so he's got he has to go through the ringer and they they all kinds of tests and people have got certain abilities and some people haven't and they actually put them up against kaiju in this battle in the in and it ends on a cliffhanger in the middle of that battle and it's really well done and i absolutely love this man i absolutely tore through it i, I read it in one reading certainly and it's 207 page. i mean it's manga isn't it so it's yeah. quite it's a, yeah, yeah. returning pages quite regularly um but the it fucking rocks, man. It absolutely, it's like a heavy metal comic. It's fucking brilliant. Um, if only Marvel and DC managed this level of fun and energy, I would be all over everything they did. Something and I know they're different things. What about what are you about to say, Tom? Sorry, I was going to say something I really enjoyed about this is yeah. how the world feels lived in. Um, you yeah, know, like in Pacific Rim, where the crew comes along, and takes apart the monster. Yeah, it's yeah. that. It's got that kind of feeling about it in terms of like this is work. This happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's hor- horrific, but people have to take apart this monster, and they've got a week, they've got a deadline of a week to do it in, mm. and no one wants to be on certain duties because it's horrible. And it's just this is a real kind of like lived in yeah. experience of the world that I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed. And and there's that extra element to it because you begin to see these people as he because he hates his job, you know, um, uh, Kafka hates his job, but he's because he's got this work ethic, he he'll do it and he'll do it well. And you see these people and they're put through the most horrific thing. So it's almost 
he is, he is a monster. You know, it's a big, big monsters fighting big monsters book, but it does have a really clever and well executed personal side to it, which I think is really good as well. The, the mutant, the mutant monster designs are nuts. Like mm-hmm. I could watch them all day. The, um, and the art style is cleaner than I expected it would be. I thought it was more, I thought it would maybe be more towards the sort of um, frenetic lines of, you know, I suppose we would have in Western comics with Sean Gordon Murphy. But it's actually a cleaner line than that, I think, Tom. What did you think? I completely agree. It's really yeah. clear where things are. You always get a sense of scale, which is nice. And yeah. You always get a sense of what's happening. There's no ambiguity about what's, where the action is in these things, which is brilliant, frankly. Yeah, I think um, you're right. And then, the, 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 sorry, go on, mate. Sorry. Oh, no, no, please, 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 go on. No, you go on, no, you go on. I was going to say, you add into that, like, the story goes in, the, you you could you, you could hear the synopsis be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be like X, Y, Z, because there are a few big things in this sort of sphere in the manga and anime sphere which do this kind of idea. Yeah. It goes to different places of it, which is brilliant. Really great to see. Yeah, and no, I really enjoyed it. And I think as well, and he does what um, we've seen previously. So um, he does what o- Otomo did in um, Domu or in Akira, where the people's faces are slightly more caricatured. You know, we're used to that sort of more cartoony, simplified face. But the um, architecture behind them is so detailed. It's incredible. I love it's all, that. Yeah, yeah, I do as well, man. I think it works so well for this sort of book. And it bring, when you've got that, it shows a scale, which you need when you've got this sort of big monster thing going on. Um, yeah, really, really clever. Yeah, really good. Um, I, I It's... It's on Comixology. It's come out through the first volume to come out through Diamond. And as I understand it, you can get pretty much how many volumes on Shannon uh, Jump? There from? are 50, uh, so there are 55, 56 issues. Nice. <laughs> There's 54 issues on Shonen Jump. So right. volume wise, that like four or five volumes. Okay, right. And I get you. Yeah, you, you can tear for it on there. You can actually so tear for it on there. Has this appeared as a story in the Shonen Jump magazine? Yes. All oh, right. Yes. Okay, cool. I'll get you. Good stuff. See so, ya. Yeah. Yep. I it's can good. recall uh, Scott McCloud. He, he mentions in one of these books about how what, what manga comic artists some do, not all, uh, can't make that sweeping statement. Is that they'll show an object, but when you get close to it, they'll put a ridiculous amount of detail in it. So when you pull away from it again, you as a reader know that that object has a lot of detail and life to it, but you won't see it in every panel. And okay. That's really interesting, like you said, where they, they kind of hyper-detail building and architecture. So yeah. when the scale gets big and that detail isn't there, but you, you as a reader kind of understand that it is. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you're not over-complicating drawings all the time by doing masses and masses of detail. Yeah. So, really interesting, uh, man. Hmm. Yeah, good one. Yeah, Are you going to go it. next or shall I? You, you go next, Dan. Okay, let's go for... Uh, right. Mine is going to be uh, Killer Bad. Oh, nice. It's a great cover, man. Lovely. Yeah. This is a kickstart. Can you just see the comic now? The comic. Just, just see the cover. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Because I've just got a document here with some words on it. So I don't want to make sure that didn't work. So it's Killer Bad. <laughs> it's, it's words by uh, Jeffrey Brandt, uh, art by Jason uh, Gogor, uh, lettering and logo designed by uh, Jeff Powell. And the Killer Bad is kind of a satirical look at the kind of the good and bad that was in the comics of uh, the 90s, especially sort of Image and uh, maybe a little bit of Marvel and DC. And if you're kind of familiar with that era of comics, there's many a sort of nod and a wink throughout that uh, you, the reader, and you think, oh, that's that so-and-so. That's, that character's like Troll. That's something like Liefeld would do. One of the, the comic characters in it is 
those strange things that Liefeld used to do around people's uh, face. They were like, they look like C's, like looking in on it. It's like pads. Okay. It was in, they, they go oh, on his, no. like, yeah. on his mm. jawbone and then around the forehead. And it's like, well, what are they? I've never, never really understood them, but like half of Liefeld's characters always seem to, to have it on. But anyway, so it follows the story of uh, the six squad six, the sick squad six who are an elite, like superhuman group that are tasked in the comic to like an assault at a, a remote island and retrieve like this powerful artifact. But they don't realize that uh, their team has been infiltrated by a, a murderous psychopath. And essentially from the comic, not all of them come back from this, this mission. It's uh, like a grindhouse style, absolute gore fest. There's this mayhem carnage. It, it really kind of sets up the premise and then this fucking foot goes down and you're blasting all the way to the comic till the end. And you're like, oh, bloody hell, that was it. I'm at the end now. It just absolutely just, <laughs> just rocket through it. Uh, the artwork by uh, Jason Google. I'm going to have to J J O G O. Sorry, G O U R G O R. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. So no. apologies, Jason. But he, his work throughout is, oh, it's lovely. Absolutely great. It's, uh, really uh, how can i put this it's really colorful and it's got a distinctive color palette for every single uh, location they go to like say a red or a green or a blue and i've seen a lot of indie kind of comics and superhero comics of late that they don't really get the whole uh color themes and okay. it's just every color's on the page all the time mm-hmm. and it really feels like oh this is you, you don't really understand how to kind of like communicate with using these colors and everything feels oversaturated and kind of thrown at you. Jason, absolutely master of it. It's really good. Uh, great character design. The kind of the, the levels of gore and action are reminiscent of like Ryan Otley on Invincible. Uh, Reminds me a bit of Mr. Monster by Michael mm. Gilbert. Do you remember that book? Yes. The yeah, cover art is not done by the uh, interior guy who does the interior. I believe oh, okay. there, was a, there was a certain amount of uh different covers depending on what level of the kickstarter you backed right you got a, diff- a different one i would love to have got this in print but because it's a us title i've got the the digital one yeah. uh yeah the script jeffrey Badant is absolutely great as well really punchy like i said it just keeps moving forward you got this setup and then it's delivery 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 there's a fantastic scene where there's a, a super speed character and he's getting into a fight with someone and you get these series of like panel strips that go over the entirety of the panel and there's like four or five of them. And he dashes from where he is right around the world to get to the, round the back of this guy, the other character, essentially this other character goes to drop a cigar and you see this time frame of where it's left these fingers and it's barely moved a fraction of an inch and he's run around the globe and you see it from like a first person point of view where his hands are kind of in shot and he's running across the ocean and next minute he's running through the streets of Paris. Next minute he's running through Morocco or wherever in the world just to get behind this, this person he's fighting. And it was a really lovely little touch. So stuff like that goes down really well. And the kind of the, the, the characters uh, are well done without being like caricatures of heroes yeah, yeah. at the time. You kind of feel like the, these characters could go on and on. Uh, not all of them do. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, Jeff Power does the letters. The Mastheads uh, really like that. That works fine. And he does a great job throughout on the lettering. Uh, I honestly thought it's a fantastic comic and 
can't wait to see more of it. Uh, they've got a Facebook page where you look up Killer Bad, or there'll be a link in the show notes to the Killer Bad Kickstarter thing Good where stuff, you can man. get some more stuff from. I don't know. I don't think they've got a link where you can get it otherwise, but uh, I'm sure they do. That's just me not not doing it. So there we go. <laughs> nice one. Okay, my one, which um, is a sort of a... It's it's an upcoming book. That's mm. the best. That's the best way to Ooh. say. It. Um, it's an upcoming uh, Kickstarter at the end of this month, and uh, it is love that cover, man. Our love old that. pal Edison Neo. It is the third issue of No Brainer. His a solo comics <laughs> anthology. Um, I mean, it's absolutely chilling, mate. He's a machine. Absolutely yeah, absolute machine. machine absolute machine but the quality is amazing um he very kindly sent us uh through um the, the a digital version of the comic for us to look through and i just immediately sort of devoured it it's 40 page long 40 pages longer than the previous two but it introduces a new strip there is of course uh thum guard um the main character who is a, a giant sort of red ape man uh, a space bounty hunter as it were with his uh, pal Scully, who's like a strange alien cat, cat creature. You have to see it for yourself. That's what I love about the, the, these stories. And uh, it's an ongoing... The Thum Guard is an ongoing tale. And it's, and it's been in every single issue of No Brainer. Um, but this one... The cover of the No Brainers, what I love about these, is Edison just playing. It's like sort of the main characters, like surfing or chilling out or like eating cereal... Or you know, paintballing, uh, paintballing yeah. as as yeah. it's on the third, <laughs> third issue. This is it's such a lovely cover. It really is just absolutely lovely. Yeah, and it sort of um, it it gives a sort of a, almost a false sense of suspense because the characters that are on this cover are the two stories within that that no without any spoilers. That scene doesn't happen. It's just fun. And that's what these comics are, fun. And they're amazingly fun to read. The Thum Guard Final Mission Chapter 3 um, continues where issue, uh, issue 2 left off. Lots of alien... I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you, so you need to catch up when... you know It's the Kickstarter. You'll be able to catch up on 1 and 2. Um, but it's, it definitely picks up. There's some great uh, creature designs, plenty of action. A little bit more um, sort of character development as we go along. A uh, little bit, you know, chipping away at Thum Guard's sort of uh exterior find out a bit more about him which which is great um because it's not just all guns and shooting monsters and stuff but it's quite a lot of that and that's why that's why we love it um there's also a, a mini strip in the middle of it and what i love about this the, the thum guard tale when, when we say it's like anthologies and there's two stories normally you think an anthology is probably like six six to ten pages or something like that thum guard's like a full comic by itself and uh, Edison's added another couple of comics with it, uh, <laughs> which is amazing. There's uh, How to Have Fun at the Supermarket, um, which is Eddie's Life Tips. I'm not going to spoil that for you, but it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be, but it is hilarious. And the new strip, which has a... Um, he's he's playing with different sort of styles as well. This one uh, feels very manga in, in its way as well. This one's called Monkey Busters. Um, which is about uh, a sort of village that grows tomatoes that are constantly assaulted by a, a tribe of monkeys, uh, nasty monkeys that steal all their fruit and attack the village. 
and there's a there's a trio of old women who decide enough is enough, and they've got air guns, and they're going to take them on, uh, <laughs> and it's just spectacular fun. It's like it's full on action. This strip is also black and white, so it feels very much very manga influence as well. Um, but it's got that wonderful sense of humour, loads of kinetic action. Um, I, I I want plenty more Monkey Busters to come, which is I, I love the fact that I can say that as a sentence. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sort of story not an easy thing out. to say. Yeah, <laughs> that story played out in the real world a couple of weeks ago, didn't it? Did you see that news story? No, uh, it was in Lahore or, or one of the you know kind of like one of those towns or cities that has like monkeys like kind of cohabiting. Oh yeah, it did yeah. And uh, because they were having no tourists to feed the monkeys, the monkeys just went on a rampage through the the city, just getting food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if that sort of thing was an influence. Um, we definitely went into this strip because uh, you know uh, if you go to um, Neo Comic Art you know he, he posts like certain panels and you see like occasional s- small sections of logos and stuff um, for it um, but I want to see more Th- this is another potential great one and he's, at the end of this he's going to be able to collect these into their own individual volumes that's what I love about this anthology it's good it's, it's really wonderful good. you can you can it's you know, he's, he does like these short one-off stories, including including that heartbreaking one about Salmon, which was an issue too, uh, which is both depressing and hilarious, which is like all good humour, really. Um, but then he's just having fun with comics and just creating giant monsters and stuff like that. There's um, what he's also doing with this campaign. He sent us a brief one of this. He's uh, he's um, he's, he's going to try something different. He's going to be doing a raw edition of the issue as well, um, which basically... Um, the pages in their original scanned format. Wow, okay. So you, you'll have okay. the comic. You'll have the comic sort of just as it was, as he's laying it out. And there's also there's script and digital thumbnails laid out side by side. So it's, you see the process. Um, as he said to us, uh, he's not calling it an artist edition because it will be a standard-sized format book. Um, like the Unwrapped series by DC. Do you remember seeing it? Oh, I remember them, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's going to be adding something a bit different. He's going to try this, and it's and also it's it's interesting to see those sort of like. He, I mean, he says the script is really simple, but you wouldn't know you wouldn't know it really. I mean, everyone has their own way of writing script. You don't have to be Alan Moore and write tw- no. twenty pages for one panel. Um, but it's just going to be interesting to see how it changes because I think I, I think he's he's like um, many of us in a way that like you have your script and when it's on the page. You tweak the dialogue. You add jokes, take away jokes, and stuff like that. So, it's it's definitely going to be interesting for you process junkies out there to get hold of this as well, just to see. Because we we've talked about this before. It's only a matter of time before the pros he's picked up. By yeah, someone. it won't be long. They should have picked up his previous series. His already. stuff yeah. absolutely yeah. just like his art style. It's kind of mixed between kind of. Western Eastern styles. Yeah. It's mm. the, the best of both. And yeah. very readable, isn't it? Very yeah. readable. Yeah. Very kind of so much energy and action yeah. in it. And Just a very accessible it. um sort of style and uh, sense of humour as well. Mm. It's it's very open. I mean this is like Saturday morning kids cartoons mixed with all those influences that all of us nerd love nerds love, whether it be sci fi or kung fu or just Grannies. Know, yeah, your old grannies. Gilfs. Who was gilfs? Yeah, so this is going to be great. It's um, launching at the end of this month. But saying this, 
he's so adept at doing these kickstarters it might start this week you don't know he's an absolute and like there's probably going to be another few issues i'd imagine this year um so if you haven't checked out of any no, any, any no brainer i mean seriously uh get on it and get the art get the previous ones as well yeah get on the um get on the kickstarts for this dude because you get your money's worth you get them quick and they're great yeah yeah yeah. yeah. uh and also doesn't ask for the world he's just delivering good comics so you'll get them and like the the digital's perfect as well it's it's, it's a nice packet even if you you're worried about pack you know postage or whatever um get the digital get the physical however you want it's just just worth getting edison neo we're gonna have to get him uh, back on the show in the future, yeah, yeah, he's a dude. Please do, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's a nice dude, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, yes. So that is my one, and anyone who um, can see uh, the video um, can see that it is an awesome cover. That's all I have to say. And like Forrest Gump, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um, that's Boom. how I base my life on Forrest Gump. <laughs> can't really go wrong. No, you can't go. You can't. Cracking at table tennis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I like second that. table tennis reference you've had in yeah. the show. Oh, well, you may, maybe that's the name of the episode. <laughs> okay, um, Tony, Tom? Tony, oh, you first. Oh, should, then, I, should I do mine? Okay, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, finish us off. Oh, the um, <laughs> that was too saucy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about a DC book. Look at me being all mainstream. So um, one Stark Squadron. Which is um, it's a six issue mini. It's currently had two issues out, writing written by Mark Russell, art Steve Lieber, colors Dave Stewart. So you can't get better than that, can you? Letters Dave Sharp. Brittany Holzer is the editor. We don't often give a shout out to the editors. I think we should mm. get to know them a bit better um, these days. So um, it's a bit. I, I said to you earlier, Vince, and I said it's like almost like the spiritual continuation of the. Um, Dead, is, what was it called? The Deadly Foes of Spider-Man? I forget the name of it uh, now. Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Superior Foes of Spider-Man. It's almost like a spiritual. Which, and it's which obviously was Nick Spencer company. and Steve Lieber. That's yeah. right, yeah. But it's got that sort of bit of a useless bunch of characters, you know, trying to make a few quid, you know, kind of idea mm. to it. Um, the it's, it's, also, it's also, there's a little bit of the... Um, Justice League, you know, we had Maxwell Lord and Guy Gardner and Booster Gold and all that sort of thing in it, you know. Mm. It's also, a, there's a touch of that about it. Um, they have a group of so-called heroes that the Red Tornado mostly is running. Um, they operate through a hero app called Heroes, H-E-R-O-Z, and then the number four, and then the letter U, Heroes for You. Um, and it, you can book anything through it. So you can get, you can book um, a hero to come, out, to come over your house and get your cat out of a tree. Or attend your kid's birthday party, which is what happens in issue two. Um, or provide security for a jewellery shop. Or um, even something more serious. Um, I think it's something more serious is what appears on the Comixology ad. And I've, I've put in brackets, they wish, because they don't seem to do that sort of thing. Um, they even do cameo-style greetings. So you've got like, this is Black Canary wishing Joel a very special bar mitzvah. You know, just cring- cringy, almost like cringe humour to a certain extent. Um, GI Robot does kids' parties. It's quite a good panel of him doing a kids' party and telling the kids about how many people he killed on the Mekong Delta, which I thought made me laugh. <laughs> um, and then at one point, Red Tornado sort of bemoaning the state of the business. And he said, people called us the one-star squadron behind our backs, and even on Yelp. Um, <laughs> the um, in, in issue one, Minuteman, who's a much unknown character who takes Miraclo pills that give him superpowers for one minute. Um, he's um, 
he's only got one and a half out of five stars on the customer rating on the app. Um, and but Red Tornado isn't the, probably the Red Tornado we've seen previously. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the he has um, he's almost wondering why he's doing stuff. He's having this sort of existential crisis. Um, then a man in a hospital gown is dumped on their doorstep, and he's got the word gangbuster sewn into his name badge on his um, hospital gown. And anyone who knows that character knows he was the sort of metropolitan metropolis hero, you know, the one. Yeah. In case you've been in action comics and stuff like that. I think he was in the Seven Soldiers series, something like that anyway. Mm. Um, and he keeps saying, evil doers beware. Um, other heroes in it, Plastic Man's in it, which I was sort of surprised. Um, the Heckler, if you remember that, Keith Giffen did that. And he, yes, Hawk, yes. Hawk and Dove are in it. Um, okay. uh, Flying Fox, although at the moment they've only been in it briefly. Flying Fox is in it, and Power Girl is in it. She's sort of, she's the first two issues don't really have her in costume. She's wearing sort of business suits, and she's a fan of Maxwell Lord's book on business. You know, I think that's a play on the art of the deal by Trump. I think they're playing yeah. that, you know, yeah. as well. Book. Um, and it does really feel like she's slumming it a bit, actually, in, in it. But you get there's a there's a cliffhanger in issue one that doesn't doesn't play an issue two quite yet. But there's obviously um, there's a power play to be made to who's going to run this company, and Red Tornado's not great at it, and he's sort of failing at it. The start of issue two focuses on Minuteman, where he's, he's he starts with him trying to score Miraclo pills off a street dealer, <laughs> and he meets a street dealer, and he's and he's and the street dealer has to say to him, "Look, mate, I'm not being funny, but." Have you ever bought drugs before? Because you've been a bit loud and drawing a lot of attention to us. Can you just calm down? <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of this going on. Um, and he tries to swap. You know, they made a movie of his life, which he keeps going on about. And he tries to swap the movie for a pill. And he said, no, these are 300 quid, these pills. What are you talking about? Um, and he can't get any assignments, not even the shittier ones. Um, and it's solid. It's colourful. It's funny. It's it's well-drawn. It's well-written. Um I would say if any of these characters are your darlings, um, what's the name of the female Firestorm? She's in the cover of issue one. Is it Firebird? Uh, I can never remember her name. The Pat Bodrick character. She's in the team as well. So there are there's a various numbers of people in the team, you know. Um, but I think I've got this is where I'll play devil's advocate on this. I think if any of these characters are favourites of yours, you're not going to really recognise them. Okay. Red, Red Tornado was kind of a tortured character when you used to read him in the Justice League and in his own miniseries. And Kurt Busiak wrote it off the top of my head. But the it, they don't really Power Girl isn't really recognizable as a character. You know, if you've read a Gangbuster comic, I know there's not that many out there, but he's not really recognizable either. And I, I almost feel like they're burning these characters just for a cheap joke. Mm, okay. I know I did enjoy it, but that's sort of itching at the back of my head thinking. How, how long can we do this for? You know, yeah. how yeah. long can we just yeah. use and throw away these characters? But like I say, that's me being very fanboy. You know, Red Tornado isn't, you know, I'm sure. I mean, Superior Foes did the whole thing of like, yeah, yeah, these serious bad guys that you'd see in old old comic books. And then when you saw them in Superior Foes, they were very much a bunch of just well, the, C, the devil... C, C-list criminals that seemed like they were a bunch of idiots. Yeah, and that's why I think this is a spiritual counterpart to that book but and why i've just bought both issues <laughs> oh good man good good story the um but to me it's like did they ever survive that did they ever come back and be their own like for example i think um, it harkens back to what we say earlier i think some of these uh big companies don't know how to handle their yeah. their c list mm-hmm. i mean never mind the b list 
uh, the C D list characters. They that's yeah. why um, someone like uh, Red Tornado, no one's doing anything with them. So they can, they, uh, if a writer and an artist go, yeah, let's have some fun with with them for six issues. Give it a year, and Red Tornado will be back to how it was. But but will he? That's my question, and I, that's what I wonder. Yeah, but for example, a, here's another thing: the Justice League, the um, the the classic Bwahaha Justice League. Um, Batman, comedy character in that, for want of a better word. Yeah, yeah. I, I think mm, the Bat's yeah. a different character, and I would I would give the example of I don't think Guy Gardner's come back from that series. I don't think Guy Gardner has ever become a credible hero since no, he got punched out by Batman. Yeah. I think the same with the same with Booster Gold. Same with um, yeah. Um, think... um, same with um, um, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Mm, you know, yeah. I don't think they ever mm. survived that impression that we've still got stuck in our heads of them. And I, I think, think we're burning I think it's, characters. It's down to the the flavor of the character you like, because for instance, for me, that's the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold I want. Do you know what I mean? If there's a deadly serious Booster Gold story, I'm not interested in it. So I I think to your point, I think you're absolutely right. Sometimes there are these sacred lambs. There are these things, you know. If it's like no, we shouldn't really have that. I just wonder yeah. whether it's just for a cheap gag. Yeah, I suppose. If, if they did something, saying, like, you, know. you know, if if all of a sudden Daredevil turned around and it was a cheap gag when he's had five years of um, being grim, grim, yeah. then it's just it's not going to jibe. Uh. Um, but also uh, with a series like this, this is probably a series that's just it's it's on the corner of the shelves, isn't it? Something like this. Yeah, I don't know how well it's selling or anything like that. But, but it's, um, it's a limited, isn't it? Is it limited? It's, it's a limited, yeah. 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 I'm not sure how much heat it's for the sales or anything like that. And I don't suspect they're that, that good. I just worry that it's everyone's the same joke in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It is, it's, it's very readable and fun, but everyone's the same sort of joke. And basically what I can see they've done, it almost like I can feel this, feel this seeping from the pitch meeting is someone said, why don't we do The Office, but they're shitty superheroes? Yeah, you know, it's almost like a cheap go-to. But saying that, it's well, it's well executed. It's mm. it's readable. To be fair, nothing much happens in the first issue, so I think the, the we're we're almost like trying it before it's done anything yet. You know, we're always yeah. putting it on trial before sure. it's got there. So maybe read the first six issues and I'll decide. But I just mm. it was I was playing devil's advocate. I was as I read the second issue, I thought, yeah. oh, I hope they don't just you know With the comedy of something like this game. though. I think. Um, it's where the power of like Steve Lieber. Steve Lieber's fantastic at facial. Yeah, comedy. Steve Lieber's the, the power player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put if you put this sort of comedy stuff in uh, like a Joe Madureira or something, love that artist, but I can't imagine. It's not going to work. Yeah, yeah no. he Lieber's just so amazing at like expressions and reactions and face facial acting, which is what a lot of this dialogue based comedy is, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's funny how he's become that because because Whiteout wasn't that at all, was it? No, no, you no. know, it's a weird one. He's he's that he's gone that we've had. Foes of Spider Man, we've had um, the fix, and now we've got this, and it's mm. it's almost like a straight line for him. But yeah, give it, give it a go. Maybe wait for the trade, see what you think. Yeah, um, yeah. I picked it up because I like Lieber, to be fair. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah have go, a think. I'll, I mean, I'll go through these two issues, but as it is a limited series, I'll probably wait for the trade. Probably. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Yeah, give it a go. I can always say, yeah, I'm probably going to read it, but I'll let you know what, you, what I yeah, think. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That's my one. Over to you, Tomster. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, right, Let me just, sorry, I'm going to stop. Oh, and then Hill, uh, and then finally, I'll just check. So I'm looking for. Yep. Okay. So my last one, and the bread on this sandwich uh, <laughs> is the uh, focaccia. Focaccia is a uh, spy family by Tatsuzu Endo. Uh, this is a comedy, primarily uh, comedy in the fast nature. Uh, so quick 
summary of the story. Uh, story follows a spy who has to build a family to execute a mission. Uh, they never say what country it is. It's Germany. Uh, not realizing that the girl he adopts as a daughter and the woman he agrees not to be in, to be in a fake marriage with are mind reader and assassin, respectively. Uh, the thing Spy Family does incredibly well is is balancing the fun espionage action with heartwarming family moments, with the girl Anna being the only one who's actually in on everything. Who knows exactly that her dad's a spy and her mum's an okay. assassin, and it's just really well done. And it's really well done. And they get um, the kid done really well. She's not annoying at all. She's a perfectly believable child. And yeah, it's just really good. There are plenty it's a of strong work. cover, man. I like that cover. It says a lot. It tells a lot of story without, you know. Ex- yes, there's a lot still, going on there, isn't it? You pick it, it off yeah. the shelf, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah where she's, should we read this on, Tom? Well, where else but Shonen Jump? The no, it's on the Shonen Jump. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there are 58 uh, separate issues of it at the moment. Um, That's and it. Yeah. Basically, there's enough touchy-feely stuff to contrast with the sort of the spy side of it as well that it just really works for me. It, it slight, goes slightly far school in nature, but for me, it just really works. Really works. Can I just ask you about the Shonen Jump thing? Is this free for you to read all of it? Or are you having so, to, is it in-app purchases as well? So you pay the £2 a month and you yeah. can read it all. Right. Is that the same with the previous one, Kaiju number eight? Yep. It's so £2. Fucking absolute bargain. That's amazing. Yeah, so but you've got, have you got in-app purchases as well? So you there are for certain things, but everything I've recommended today... You yeah. can just pay two quid for, and you're all good to go. Wow, okay. That is so amazing. dreams of stuff on there. Yeah, that's incredible. Dreams of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to give you an idea in terms of numbers, uh, as of November 2021, it sold 12.5 million copies. And it was the sixth, the sixth volume was the 27th best-selling manga volume of 2021. It's just really good. It's really good. It's really lighthearted. It's fun. And there's enough touch-feely moments in there that kind of like pulled my heartstrings and just, yeah. It was nice. It was really nice. So yeah, if you want kind of like a farcical comedy thing with set of like a spy backdrop in spy backdrop backdrop in basically Germany, this is. Oh okay. Movie. So this is like is this like post war Germany or something? Or? It's uh, it's cold it's cold war Germany. Oh right, I like all that sort of thing. Oh okay. It oh, never okay. explicitly says Germany, but it's very clearly Germany. Right. Okay. I get you. Um, it's yeah. a g- generic country, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's That's good cool. fun and yeah. It all works for well. It's quite funny having like a kid who knows the whole story. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. kid, the kid knows exactly what's going on and just wants to make. It fun. She's almost the reader a bit. She yeah. is basically the reader, yeah. and it's just really well done. So yeah, that's my final recommendation. Spy Family. Um, yeah, just really enjoyed good stuff, it. man. Yeah. Oh, nice. Check that one out. There you go. Yeah, loads of fantastic books for you all to check out. Get ready for, and mo- most importantly, read and see if you enjoy yourself. Uh, we hope you enjoy the comics. And this episode, if you've got anything that um, we you want us to talk about or put a shout out for um, over the next uh, couple of weeks or months, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can also you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod. Uh, join us on Facebook, facebook dot com slash awesomecomicspodcast. There's also the community group Awesome Comics Talk on Facebook. Just search for it, join it, and get. Get stuck in. Um, there's no hard selling, much like there's no hard selling on the Slack channel. Um, if you want to get involved with that, with a great community of people there, get in touch with us. And you can uh, join in. And Everyone's welcome again on the Slack. Yes. Continue yeah. the thread, um, whether it be on the any any social media or on the Slack or anything like that. Keep the conversation going. Um, and if this is the first time you've seen us on YouTube, welcome. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the show. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Um, and if you listen to us like like you normally do, thank you very much for yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. about. listening to us. We truly appreciate it. Um, we hope you're doing all right wherever you are. And thank you for listening to us, whether it's on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. There's algorithms and all kinds of weird stuff that, that means that um, you never know where people will find this show. So wherever you found us, we hope you in- enjoyed it, had a laugh and discovered some great comics at the same time. Maybe agreed or disagreed with us as you were listening. That's the whole point of it. Keep the discussion going. And think whether there were any other networks, you might have heard us on another network like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What other networks are we on, Tony? I think we're on Pod Shoot Him in the Cock. <laughs> Surprising popular one. Yeah. Uh, and a painful one. Yeah. Do you know there's a, some guy's got a world record for um, getting the hardest kick in the nuts? Oh, no. I can't imagine there's people lining up to beat that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, if you want to get your name in the Guinness Book of World Records. Mostly I avoid getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. It tends to be the idea. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell it's you got easier ways, right? Yeah. 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 But uh, I think it's just practice. Hit it with a toffee hammer, though, sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't go down. Pra- practice, practice, practice. Um, <laughs> and then you just lose all feeling below the waist. <laughs> um, I'm working on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where can... Oh God, it's late. It's happened. Yeah, yeah. Where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, patreon.com forward slash tribute press. Um, there's a new flesh link coming, which uh, we're working on at the moment. Currently, we're about two thirds away through the first issue of Fur, which I hope you dig in. And we're talking about um, going to going to the presses with it at the moment. Ah, oh, nice. You really did a collected really... collected one of that, haven't you? Like the first bit as a PDF. Yes. Yeah, so every what we do is we put Monday to Friday we put a page out, and then every Friday afternoon we put a collection of all the pages so far. So, so for example, you want to join the Patreon today on Friday, you'd get the whole issue so far yeah. to read, sort of thing. So, yeah, that's kind of how we do. That's it. how I like to read yeah. it. Yeah, and some really lovely interaction with people. People have been like commenting. Um, um, Stephen Ingram's patrons the same. Ian Ashcroft's patrons the same. Um, Gareth Hopkins' patrons the same, and Daniel's is the same as well. Some really, some really great interactions on there. I'm really enjoying being part of that. Patreon community now. It, I think it's really working now. You yeah, know, definitely. Nice. Yeah, following uh, up from that, I'm uh, uh, at, uh, I'll, I'll fuck that up, Patreon <laughs> forward slash <laughs> Vanguard comic. And uh, you can find me posting stuff there. I was showed Tony just before we started uh, uh, recording Sexy. how I'm getting on with Viper. And <laughs> I'm almost there. It's been an absolute fucking battle, this one. But I'm almost there. Stuff, it's going to be put... 50 odd pages. I keep them adding more pages. Yeah. I'll stop fool. myself. You mad fool, but it's going to be brilliant when it when it does yeah. come out. Hope so. Hope so. Um, you can but find me on social media at Jester Diablo and Tom. Wonderful Tom. Where can people find you and your stuff? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at this chocolate. Um, Dan, is that 50 pages of comics? Uh, that would include covers and a few bits and bobs, but still, yeah, man, it's a lot, yeah. lot of pages. There you go. go don't and jump. He'd be on Shonen Jump in no time. Either. Yeah, don't follow yeah. me. Yeah. Follow Dan. Check out that instead. <laughs> <laughs> How about me? There you go. No, do follow Tom. Do follow Tom. Yes, please follow him. Follow him yeah. home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't follow him in real life. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen me in real life? Please leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it whenever you say that. <laughs> oh dear. But thank you very much for listening, everyone. Wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy, doing okay. Um, Wherever you are in the world. Because we love you. 
Don't we, Dan? Yeah. yeah. Don't we, Tom? What's yeah. Nice? Don't yeah. line me up for a question. I'm not going to say I love people. I fucking don't love people. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I make love to people. There you go. Yeah. yeah uh, there you go. So that see, he loves. He does love. He's capable of love. love. <laughs> he he's not like he's not like bicentennial man. Oh no, he became he he was capable of like love. dirty love. Yeah, that's a hell of a reference, Vince. Yeah. Occasionally, I will bring out a bicentennial man reference. Uh, I thought I'd wait until episode three hundred forty-one, but who knows? I'm a massive Isaac Asimov fan, and I've never seen that movie. Well, if you turn on ITV two at any point, fifty-fifty chance we'll be on. Uh, It's a. I can't bust tours on at the moment. Yeah. It's a very long film. You find yourself aging alongside uh, the robot. <laughs> it's, it's late, listeners. It's, it's, like it's like that Titanic meme. So it's been so and so years. It's been 87 <laughs> years. <laughs> it's still going. Yeah, much like the end of the show. But no, wherever you are in the world, we hope you, we hope you have a great week. Read loads of comics. Recommend some comics to your friends. Never, never mind. Never mind social media. Don't post it. Just tell some of your mates about some of the comics you're reading and yeah. to check out. Um, you know, let, let's have a life outside of the bubble, shall we? Do you know what? In the um, in the Slack on the podcast discussion, chuck a book in there. Chuck a book in there. You're in yeah, there. let's have a book. Let's yeah, see what yeah, you're reading. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I've had um, some great um, manga recommendations to people on the Slack. Thanks to the guys who are yes. doing that. Yeah, some great stuff. Yes. And there'll be plenty more talk about that in the future. So have a great week. Read loads of comics, make loads of comics. And from Dan, Tony, Tom, and myself, what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. awesome. Yes. A bit of baritone there from the Tomster. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Loving it. Stay Loving awesome. It. awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Bye.